Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, look, it's a giant pile of stupidity. Looks like you found Common Man and Tebow. Big husky kids. I'm disgusting. Yeah, Me- I know you Here's are. breaking news. No, don't pretend like you're not. Men are disgusting. Yeah, but I don't... The I don't. uncensored man, when you are away from other people, we are disgusting, primitive creatures. I know, but I'm just saying I don't stick my hand down my pants when I'm watching football. Well, I, I do. Produced by Panama Ted. Too hot. And a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me a stick of bubble gum. Or what? Cracks and gaps. Re-racket. Time to penetrate your ear hole. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> it is Wild Card Wednesday. Yes. Yes. All right. Plenty of those. You know what that means. What's Look, that I, mean? I, I, I vow. I vow. Last week... On previously on Wildcard Wednesday, okay, last week we did pretty much half the show on crapping your pants. Yes, and so we got to find a way to one up that. I don't know whose job it's going to be to find a way to one up. I don't. That, I mean, I'm, I'm going to put it on the listeners. I'm probably not your guy, just because I don't have a lot. I, I take great care when it comes to things like bodily. Fluids. I didn't say we have to do bodily fluids no, again. No, this I is know. not amateur hour. But I'm, but what I'm saying is, you know, I I I often am someone who says I'm in an extreme level of discomfort. I must alleviate that by going. Like if I if I really have to take a poo, I will stop everything and just go do it. Uh, the very rare times where I've ever had, you know, what I'm saying. So I felt bad last week when I heard you and Jen had that great show, and I thought, so man, I don't I, know if it was a great show, well, I would not be able to contribute because I've never. I don't think I've ever done that. All I've had is uh, like some. I've had some some loose farts now that got a little, well, uh, a little the, sideways. The good news is, Bone, but then I quickly got you that. Still have a lot of time. <laughs> That's right. There's no one who can live and die and not crap their pants. As an adult, obviously, as a kid, to, we crap. I'm yeah. telling you, you're, at think, some point, you're going to crap. That's I know. You're right. What I'm saying is, is there an age where we do that? Where then suddenly it's not like what a funny story. Oh no! It goes from that to uh oh. Grandpa might be headed to the home. Like when? When do we cross well, I, that I, I, I barrier? Do have a, I do have a story about that. About what? And, and you know what? I was just talking to my my parents about this the other day. We were having a nice discussion about those who have left us. You know, it's that time of year. Start thinking about the dead. You start to I think guess. about family. You know, and the gatherings that we used to have when these people were still alive. And I remember my uh, great grandmother. Hmm. was was very old she was in a nursing home but my parents said let's take her out of the nursing home for the day bring her to christmas day dinner sure at our house what a what a nice thought that is a nice thought except that you know she's a nursing home patient for a reason 
she needs full-time care for a reason. So she comes to the house, very frail, Alzheimer's, all the issues that you would want. Sit down, have a nice Christmas dinner. She's sitting at the head of the table. About halfway through the dinner, she raises her hand like she's in class. Okay. Raises her hand and just not, she didn't say it like she was ashamed. She announced it. She wanted everybody to know. I just crapped my pants. Oh, oh boy. Yes. Happy Christmas. Wow. <laughs> right in the middle, right in the middle of dinner. Now, That's, at the time, oh boy. it was, oh, she just, oh, grandma. Okay. Well, you, it's like a kid then at that point. You don't. She doesn't know what she's doing. You clean her up, and that's the end of that. That wasn't funny at the time. Now, 35 years later, it's hilarious. Yeah, it it it, it was a little funny at the time if you didn't have to experience it, probably. No, like, it wasn't you, funny at the time. No, no, no. If, I'm saying it's the prime rib. If you told what the some, hell is that? If you told somebody the next day, like, you're not going to believe what happened at Christmas dinner, they would say, boy, that sucks for you. <laughs> That's too bad, but it would be funny even at that time, just not to you because you were there. You had to experience it. Anyone who had to experience it, I'm guessing, probably didn't feel great about it. No. Well, that's too bad. And we learned a lesson. Which is? When when they're in the nursing home, you you pretty much keep them there. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, there's a reason. There's there's a reason that they're there. You can Mm -hmm. go visit. And the reason is you. No. Hoobastank. That's right. I just wanted to quote the song. Uh, well, do you want me to start with those? Or well, what let me do you just do? set up the show for a right, second. Set it it's, up. Uh, it's Wild Card Wednesday. You can tweet us at Man and Bone nine seven one. You can text the burner phone six one four seven eight seven three zero nine three. We have on campus coming up at four forty eight. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer in the five o'clock hour. Rimmer is on the cusp. Oh, I know. He's on the cusp of. I know. Funny poop pants and sad poop pants. Oh, that's not the cusp I thought you were talking about at all. I'm so sorry. I don't mean to... You know what? What cusp? I thought... Because I heard a little bit of the show last week when I was gone, and Rimmer had a couple of lines that were gems about... Yes, he did. ...where the the blue jackets are. You guys ask him a question. He goes, are you sure you don't want me to talk about crapping my pants some more? Like, I mean, I'm just saying... Rimmer might... I thought maybe you were saying he's on the cusp of maybe... Saying, the hell with this. I'm retiring in six months. I'm going to say what I, you know, I'm going to lay it out there. I hope so. I'm just saying. I hope I'm. maybe we start to get a little bit more, uh, a little more freewheeling rims on well, the show. I'll tell you, I've uh, been friends with Rimmer for a long time. And occasionally we like to go out to a nice dinner. Yeah. And, you know, Rimmer during the dinner, he's he's very loose-lipped. Well, I know. You know yeah. I'm, but I'm just saying that's what you're friends off, do. You're off the record. We're off, we're off the record. We're off the clock. We're having a little thing of wine. And you start to tell some stories. And you're loose-lipped. I'm just saying, this could be one of the worst jacket seasons of all time. I have no idea when it's all said and done. But down the stretch for this hockey team, if he decides, all right, and I'm going to tell everybody what I think about them. Yeah. On the broadcast? Oh, You'll buddy. see ratings go through the roof. Oh, it would be great. Entertaining as hell. I would love it. I mean, again, because broadcasters have to maintain a level of professionalism, but and I'm sure Rimmer will do that all the way through because he is a professional, and that's why he's been such a great broadcaster over the years. But, boy, what I wouldn't pay just for one time. You just, may get it on Thursday Night Football. Yeah. That last Amazon broadcast, <laughs> you know, with Al Michaels finding out that he's been bypassed for... Uh, Noah Eagle yeah, on I, NBC I playoff kid, games. Right. You know, you may see on that last broadcast 
Herbie's microphone goes silent, mm. and Al Michaels just takes a bunch of people to the woodshed. I and I'd love to hear it. I got to tell you, Ian Eagle does a he's fine, but it's a real disservice, honestly, that he's been promoted so quickly, given that his dad is Ian Eagle, because Noah Eagle probably is a very good broadcaster, and from what I've heard, he doesn't have a lot of. I, I don't think he's a bad. He does a bad job, but. There's no one that looks at that situation and says, oh, they're they're promoting this guy because of who his dad is and he's getting into all these places because of who his dad is. Now, he's done a good job, but the other reason they're having him over Al Michaels, I'm guessing, in some way, shape, or form, is because they know he's cheaper over the long term. Well, I don't I don't know about that. I just it's it's not unfair to him, I guess, because there's many more like him. There's Noah Eagle. There's Jack Collinsworth. Yeah. There's Chris Sims. All of these guys are on NBC. Yes, that's all, the all other problem. Is and it's, it's fatiguing. Nepotism Broadcasting Channel or Corporation, whatever the C stands for. I guess Corporation. Whatever. I just yeah, it, it doesn't look good for any of those guys who might all be great on their own. But the fact that they all work at the same place and they have famous broadcasting dads, that's not a great look. It's Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, let's see here. Nutguy Butt says, "My guys." that time of year when we get all the odd host combos on shows due to uh, PTO. Also, shout out to Jen for keeping Tito's dumbass in line this morning. All right. Oh, was Jen hosting mornings? Yeah, with I Tito. Should've, I should have listened. Jen and Tito were on this morning on I Morning Juice. I forgot all about that. Yep, they were both on. Uh, which non-producer would you want to see take over for Ted for a week? Oh, so not like, because Bodie takes over for Ted usually when Ted's gone. Well, Bodie's here today. Yeah, but it's you're saying. Wednesday Bodie. <laughs> that's right, because it's Wednesday Ted. Uh, non-producer? To produce our show. Well, would they be able to work stuff, or would it be just a total disaster? I guess we're going with whatever skill level they already possess. Oh, wow. Well, that, well then I root for disaster. Oh, you would? Yeah. I'm going to pick Rothman. Well, that... <laughs> Rothman doesn't know how to turn on his own microphone, let alone work the board in there. I don't know what to do. I, you got to go to a commercial? I don't know how to do it. That'd be, that would, I think that would be good. Now, to be fair, you or I don't, I think, know how to get us to commercial break anymore either. But at one time, you, you ran a board, I, are, I ran a board. You and I are tech wizards. True enough. Compared to Rothman. That's fair. I, I put a passcode on my phone. I don't even know how to get in there. I mean, <laughs> is that, is that I keep thing? putting it up to my eyeball and ask me for a four-digit number. I keep showing him my retina. I didn't know that had happened. It it didn't happen. I in, my, it, in my it mind, did. it did. Yeah. I think uh, of the people who could actually like do the job, Timmy Hall would be the one that I would pick because he could actually well, run things. Well, once upon a time, Timmy was the producer of this show. For how long? For like two seconds. That's right. And why was that? Because we got to talking. Remember that? Yeah. That was fun. So they hired Timmy. This was, you know, Timmy's been here over 10 years now. But when they first hired Timmy... It was to produce this show. Yes. And he was on the job for a couple weeks. And it turned out. And you and I liked Timmy very yes, much. Even at that time. Yes. You know, we've grown to really like Timmy. But even at that time, we, we liked him. But unfortunately, he was the worst producer of all time. <laughs> he, well, part of it is because he would get sucked into conversations. Well, yeah, he, and he would contribute. He was good on the air. And then it would be like, all right, Tim, back page. Let's go and hit the thing. Do the producer you, you, stuff you, you have would to just do. hear silence or him fumbling around and when it was time to go to commercial break, oh, I don't. Well, we got to talking and I lost my place. <laughs> he was the worst. <laughs> so instead of fire him, we promoted him. 
Well, right. it's like Elaine with the mailroom guy. I, if I remember it exactly how it went, I think he got here as producer, and then almost a week later, they were like, "Hey, we have an opening on the Buckeye Show. Would you like to host that coming up in a few weeks? Not yet, but soon." And he he was given that position, not given. He you know they knew what he, he could do. He earned it. No, they by hired, being terrible as a producer. They had hired him knowing he had on air talent as well. That's what you have to do, Bodie. Yes. This is what I do with my wife. All right, she asked me for something at the grocery store. I purposely get the wrong stuff so that she stops asking. Sounds healthy. So I've been promoted then to <laughs> laying on the couch. <laughs> See, Bodeman, right. you need to be, you're too good at your job. Yes. That's why they keep calling you <laughs> to do right? shifts. Yeah. That's right. You need to be bad at the job and then you'll be promoted and paid more money. Well, I guess Honestly, we just have to put them on air. They just threw me in this spot because it was just like trying to keep the Cowboys fan connection. Like it's like hey, I'm probably the closest to Ted in terms of <laughs> that's that. right. We so can only like have that. Cowboy fans producing. That's this right. Show. Exactly right. Oh, I mean, man. well, then the only other person we've got on the call list is after you is LeBron James because he's the only other Cowboys fan we could probably get a hold of. So there oh, you come go. on, there's probably tons of Cowboy fans I know, out I'm just, there. I'm just joking. Uh, all right, what's next? Oh, Bill Belichick news. He is finished, according to some details. Next, Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. There's an accident on the left shoulder of southbound 270 East Outer Belt at Hamilton Road, and you'll run into a five-minute slowdown on northbound 71 on the north side between 670 and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Join Buffalo Wild Wings for buy one, get one half-off traditional wings every Tuesday and buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday. Shake up your week with flavor. Buffalo Wild Wings, let's go sports bar. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Trail. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Happy to be wrong, which is good because they're always wrong. This is Man and Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinder Motor Company. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Before we get to the, uh, more of that crap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, reports say that the Patriots have already made plans to move on from Bill Belichick this offseason. Oh. I, I don't, you know... This doesn't surprise me. I know a lot of people thought that, well, he signed the contract extension last offseason, and he's done more than any other professional coach in history when it comes to winning championships. All of that. Two things can be true. He can be one of the greatest coaches of all time, and I still believe him to be. I don't think it was all Tom Brady. I think it was a combination of both of them. And it's time for him to go. I never understood these people who say, oh, he's a legacy guy. We see it a lot. We saw it a lot. Not necessarily anymore. In college football, where it's all, oh, he built that program. He can never leave. Right. Why not? I mean, if he's not, if he's not living up to the expectations that he himself built. I mean, Bill Belichick has not been able to find anyone to play quarterback sure. since Tom Brady left. It's embarrassing how bad this offense is. He continues to bring his old assistants back, hoping that he's going to find some sort of magic in the bottle still. It's not there. He's old. He's done it. It's time for him to go. It's not Bob Kraft's job to sit back and say, 
tell me when you're ready. It's Bob Kraft's job to go out there and put together the best football team he can. And right now, he believes that Bill Belichick is not that guy. And I don't blame him. Now, I think sometimes we look at especially legendary players, legendary coaches, as if they run like a mom-and-pop business, you know, like a like a bakery that people have enjoyed and has been good for a long time. Someone who is in that position, yeah, they can call their own shot. They probably have been very popular for a long time. They have a dedicated customer base, all that stuff. It, no one's going to tell them, no, sorry, you can't do that. No, the consumer will eventually tell them no yeah. when they're the only place on the block that doesn't have a website. Right. But but the minute that business or anything, you know, if let's say they tried to say, well, we want to expand, we want to grow, and you turn it from mom and pop into a big business that's trying to become a thing, then then that all goes away. Then then the people who have control of that business, they're in charge. In the case of the Patriots, yeah, Bill Belichick, that was a business before he got there, right? But he kind of built them up from being the also-ran kind of comical team of the NFL for most of their existence. I know they had, what, 85 when they played your Bears in the Super Bowl. But outside yeah, but- of that, they didn't really have a ton of years where they had all the, the glory days. He helped establish them as the New England Patriots. Patriots way, all that stuff comes from him. But now you've built that. You've That success has taken away his level of control about when he can say it's time to go. You work for a company. You work for a big thing that a lot of people care about, and they're not willing to let you see it all the way out till it's, you know, in glorious end, if that's where it ends up going. To a lesser extent. Obviously, this guy's not Bill Belichick, but, you know, we talked about Thad Mata. Thad right, Mata, sure. you know, built a, a culture here. He had a reputation. You knew that Thad Mata basketball teams are going to be competitive. They were going to win 20 games. They were going to go to the tournament. They once in a while would get, some, get themselves some big-time recruits. But once you set the table and you have that expectation and then you're not living up to your own expectations like Thad was not down the stretch. No. You don't just write a blank check and say, well, it's your job until it's not. You know, and that's a problem that you and I have sometimes with Chris Holtman. Sure. Chris Holtman has not achieved what Thad Mata achieved. But still, there are people who say, well, Chris Holtman. I mean, he's got competitive basketball teams. What are you going to do? Who are you going to get? Well, that, that's that who you're going to get thing, especially the Jeff Goodmans of the world. Like, you guys just don't get it in Columbus. It's like, oh, is that right? Or do we look at Chris Holman and say, the last guy who we all admitted at the end wasn't getting it done to the level he should have, that last guy did get them to Final Fours. Like, that guy had this team playing at a very high level come March, and they won Big Ten tourneys, and they did other things. Holtman hasn't done that. And you're telling us that he's untouchable because who are you going to get? No. We had previously had a guy who had established a higher ceiling than that. So unless you think college basketball has just changed so much, and it has. I mean, there's an IL and stuff like that, but Ohio State should be more situated to participate in the NIL deals than other places. And yet we're not seeing, hopefully this there's year no this one. changes, but no, you, you can't say this year unless they you know have a miraculous you know type of season they're probably not going to meet the expectations and standards that Ohio State fans have now gotten because of that motto. There is, there is no one who's untouchable. Not in today's sports. And you know what? It's, it's not even a today thing. I, I go back to, I had this conversation just not too long ago with somebody. We are talking about Woody. And how Woody left in disgrace because obviously he punched a dude in the face. Right? Yep. Punched yep. a player in the face. And yes, that was a disgrace at the time. However, he almost did himself a favor by having that outburst because he didn't waste away on the job. 
Yeah. You know, you, right. didn't, you didn't have five, six years of this team not performing up to expectations, not living up to Woody Hayes' reputation, not getting the type of recruits that he's used to getting. And trust me, you would have had that. You would have had Woody waste away on right. those sidelines. And Buckeye fans would be torn. Buckeye fans would be sitting here saying, well, what, what are we going to do? We obviously want this team to be competitive, but this is the legend. Do we get rid of the legend? You you hang around long enough, you're going to have this problem. And Bill Belichick's having this problem right now. Yeah. Even to your point on Woody, uh, last three years that he was here prior, I mean, he got fired, sure, the, the argument is, and I know Earl Bruce used to say this, he got fired for punching that kid, but Earl Bruce used to say he didn't get fired for punching that kid. He got fired because he lost to Michigan three straight times right, down the stretch. Right. And that, who knows how true that is. But to that end, I mean, Bill Belichick, look, looking at what they built there, I know some people want to look at him now and say, well, that was all because of Tom Brady. Let's not lose sight of a few things. I think that Tom Brady doesn't become Tom Brady if Bill Belichick isn't in place, right? If you are a young, good quarterback, but your defense is trash, how many times have we seen quarterbacks go out there, throw for 354 yards, three touchdowns, lead some great drives, and then their defense just lets them down and they give up big leads and they always end up losing. That quarterback feels like he has to continue to do more and more and more and more and never achieve success. And eventually they go, maybe this kid can't win. Bill Belichick allowed the Tom Brady era to begin because there were great defenses around him mm -hmm. that then he became Tom Brady. And then at the end, you could argue Tom Brady when he became the guy who could win you anything with any defense, with whatever, when maybe Bill Belichick started to lose his fastball a little bit, Tom Brady helped hide that because now he had become Tom Brady. So I'm saying like, we may have seen Bill Belichick's like, you know, decline starting earlier if Tom Brady wasn't there, but we may never have gotten Tom Brady in the first place. If Bill Belichick wasn't the guy that was the coach when he got there. So I think you have a little bit of both of that, but either way, Belichick could have been on the decline here for seven, eight years, not two or three, like some people might be looking at. You know, I don't know if, uh, you know, he's he's saying he's focusing on, would they have Kansas City this week? Probably, I don't know. Focusing on Kansas City. And, you know, there are some people saying, well, he must have some sort of plan in place to go someplace else. I don't know, would you touch him right now? I know you have this... That's a that's aggravating a relationship with Kevin Stefanski. No, 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 no. Don't take the Browns thing out of it. I'm saying I think there would be a handful of teams that would say, well, we don't really have a better idea and he's a Hall of Famer and let's see what that looks. You know, if nothing else, if we're bad, then we keep getting draft picks. But if he can yeah, set the standard. I can't and, see a good team do it. I can see the commanders doing that. Well, right. Is would that he, what he wants to he do? Want, yeah, I was just going to say, like, I could see David Tepper going and saying, yeah, I want you to come coach the Panthers. But right. it's like, would he want to do that? I Probably not, but then again, maybe he likes the challenge. I could see the value of a team saying, Bill Belichick could come in here and tell us where all the nuts and bolts are loose and help us tighten those things up, get everything you know, run like a better organization. No, I don't think he's ever going to lead you from nothing to a Super Bowl, but he might be able to bring your organization's base floor up a little bit and then you move on after he retires or something and then you get the next guy who can take it from there a former buckeye has found a home in the portal details next common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic sponsored by meister's bar and pizza home of the grand view browns backers 
There's an accident blocking the center lane of southbound 71 north side at 17th Avenue, causing some stop-and-go traffic from Broadway, and another accident on southbound 71 north side, blocking the right lane between 11th Avenue and 5th Avenue. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Join Buffalo Wild Wings for buy one, get one half-off traditional wings every Tuesday and buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday. Shake up your week with flavor. Buffalo Wild Wings, let's go sports bar. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. I want to talk to you about my friends at Pajama Graham. Hey, guys. Yes. Are you ready to hit a home run with the best Christmas gift for your special someone? Oh, I am. Well, Pajamagram's famous naturally nude pajamas will make you a holiday hero. They sell out every single year. Naturally nude pajamas are known for the ultimate comfort and style. They're soft and silky. They're better than lingerie with a curve-caressing fit. And here's the kicker. When you order naturally nude pajamas today, you get a free naturally nude nightie. That's a $75 savings on a very luxurious two-in-one complete gift. Guys, this is a holiday gift that's sure to make her happy. Give her the gift of PJs, and she might give you a great gift, too. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Naturally nude pajamas Mm. at pajamagram.com. Mike, I love PJs. I'm a huge fan of pajamas. I'm just I'm or just pajamas. Saying. When did they say you have to say pajamas, or is that just how you say it? That's how I say it. Oh, I say pajamas. That's fine. It's interesting. Pajama Pajama pa- pajama gram. I mean, obviously that's yeah. But it, you're right because pajama gram wouldn't. <laughs> I would think it rhymes like pajama gram. No, you know what? A lot of people say pajamas. I'm just not that guy. You say pajamas. Pajamas. It's very interesting. Pajamas. Uh, Mark says, "My guys." Oh, it's Wild Card Wednesday. Oh, yeah, I should have mentioned. I was going to say that. It's Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, he said, I recently went on a trip to the Netherlands and decided to check out their McDonald's menu. I got a McCroquet, McCroquet sandwich. I'm not sure how this is pronounced. Croquet? It's K-R-O-K-E-T. I don't know. I don't know the, you know the Dutch pronunciation there. Anyway, this consists of a deep fried hamburger and gravy on a bun. Okay. He said, it was delicious. Can you help bring it to the States? Now, he has included pictures. It's, uh, it looks kind of, I mean, doesn't look like, uh, 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 what's the, the fish sandwich they have at McDonald's? Why am I blinking on that? Filet of fish. Filet of fish, right. It kind of looks like that, but it's circular, not square, but it's the same kind of breading. Then it looks like there is a gravy sauce on top. But there is also a burger on the inside that appears to have more gravy surrounding it in the deep fried thing. Oh. I'll tell you what, I'd give that a run. If they had it here, I'd give it a try. I, I've said this for many years. I don't know why McDonald's doesn't do more with their international offerings, bringing that to select locations for a limited time here. You know, if you marketed that and say, hey, fresh from Amsterdam. Yeah, it's the McGravy or whatever the hell we're calling it. 
Well, I'd run there. At the very least, couldn't you do this on, maybe you do special things where you say, one week only, we're bringing this over here to give it a try. And then see how it goes. And if people are like demanding it, they're out in the streets saying, why isn't this here? I'm guessing they have it produced. Like in in Denmark, there's probably a, a company there that makes this stuff. And then you go, all right, well, we got to, we got to find, or not Denmark, the Netherlands, whatever it was. The Netherlands, they... I'm guessing there's a company there that's like, we can make this for McDonald's, but maybe they don't serve the U.S. Okay, we'll get them to make a bunch of extra, ship them over here. I know they're frozen, and then we'll make them here for like a week all over McDonald's. It's millions and millions of these McCroquet whatevers, and then if people eat them, then you go, you know what? We might need to bring, just call it a deep fried burger. You and I are the experts at shipping logistics. I'm telling you, let's That's just, right. just take ship a run at it. Yeah. Well, you got to get an import exporter. That's what you got to get. Straight from Brazil. <laughs> and you have to have like a caramel beauty. Sure. Why serving not? it to you. Speaking Portuguese. Are they serving stuff in Brazil? I'm sure Brazil has different things oh, than we do in McDonald's. Of course they do. Every country does because they cater to the local taste. I want that. Yeah. Just, just McDonald's. I know. Or, or do this. I know they have that Chicago, uh, the headquarters. Yes. I was, I was just going to say, if you take a trip to Chicago and you want to have a little flavor of international McDonald's, go to their corporate headquarters. It's downtown. And at, they used to do this. I assume they still do. On the first level, they got the big restaurant there, and they have international offerings there. Sure. Yeah. And they switch it up, and you know, there's, there's like eight, nine things that they offer that they don't have in American stores. But that's at the corporate headquarters only. They should rotate that around to other stores around the country. I agree with you. Let me ask you this. Why couldn't we just have maybe a couple in every state that you open up and you just have, uh, hey, we've got 27 McDonald's in this city. We also have one international McDonald's. You're welcome. And then that international McDonald's could have a fixed menu. Ooh, international like, McDonald's. When you go to that? Yes, I like I'd that. I go there once a week. Well, they just opened up their stupid Cosmics, didn't they? Oh, they, what are, I forgot about this. Remember I that? It's like they're, it. they're. Space themed beverage focused oh, restaurant. That's right. I, I forgot all about. I'm this. just saying they're doing that. They're opening up Cosmics. Yeah, we they, should open up an international McDonald's. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, in I've, every metro area. Oh, I see. This is like a. It's like teas and coffees and some breakfast sandwiches. That's they're, fine. They're trying to be like, come here instead of go to Starbucks. Fine, fine. But you know what? If you open an international McDonald's. Like, do it in 12 states. Pick a couple bigger cities in 12 states, put a international McDonald's in there, and tell me that that place doesn't have a line around the building Absolutely. for a month. It would. All right, former Buckeye running back Evan Pryor, who entered the portal, he is transferring to the Cincinnati Bearcats. Oh, let him live. All right. Uh, and Draymond Green gets ejected for hitting a dude in the face last night. Oh, thus okay. ends my commentary on that. Did you see the video of it? Yes, I did. I did see it. Okay. So, just an accident, just swing, swinging his arm. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't see this, so the Warriors are playing the Suns. Yusuf Nurkic is kind of trying to guard defensively, like Draymond Green's trying to post him up. And Nurkic is kind of pushing him in the back a little bit, like any NBA player would, guarding that specific, you know, way of standing in the box or in the standing near, you know, the paint area. Then out of nowhere, Draymond turns around and decks him. And then falls over and throws his hands up. And after the game, he says, oh, yeah, I uh, I was getting pushed. And I just wanted to sell the foul. I didn't mean to hit him. I was just trying to swing my arms. No, you turned around, swung at his ear, 
connected, and then you fell over. Like, what are we talking about? That this guy has to be suspended for ten games. Well, I, I assume he w- he will. I mean, how many ejections so far this season? He's had three. One was just on like double technicals, and then yeah, he's had the one where he got thrown out for. Uh, choking out Rudy Gobert. Remember that where he tried to choke him? He like had him in a chokehold. He's like, I was just trying to defend my guy. I didn't. What? Choke him? Draymond Green has never. He even said, I, look, guys, I, I don't apologize for anything I do intentionally. I didn't do that intentionally. Yes, you did. You, you've you never owned up to anything you do, right? You, you say you didn't choke out Rudy Gobert because you were mad at him. You did it because you thought he was trying to get Clay Thompson. Yeah, there's, a, there's always an excuse. When you accidentally kick people in the crotch, it's like, oh, that's just how my natural leg motion is. No, it's not. You're a dirty player. Everyone knows it. Stop trying to make up that you're not. And you know who I start to blame for this, honestly? Hmm. Steve Kerr. Because Steve Kerr has, you know, come out after the Rudy Gobert thing and said, uh, he told us he was just trying to, you know, help out his teammate and then the next day he goes uh yeah draymond's gonna have to take a suspension that was bad (laughs) like you can't quietly admit your guy was wrong when you loudly defend him when you think he's not wrong right this is the same guy draymond green who punched a player in practice last year caved in his face and then basically suffered almost no consequences from the golden state warriors so no man that's a culture problem and on steve kerr as much as i do like steve kerr he's a great basketball coach you you got to sit there. You got to do something about this guy. They ought to. Well, the uh, league's going to sit him. No, but you know what? If I'm the league at this point, punishing Draymond Green doesn't do anything. Punish Steve Kerr. Then then maybe something will happen with the Warriors. Well, they say, why do we have this guy? He's not worth it. If you're going to have to punish Steve Kerr over it, get rid of our great head coach. He's going to miss games. Then no, we'll we'll jettison Draymond Green. We don't want him anymore. It is Wild Card Wednesday. <laughs> I want you to tweet us at man and bone nine seven one. Text us six one four seven eight seven three zero nine three. The more bizarre, the better. The world is coming to an end. I'm going to tell you why. Coming up next, common man and T bone on the fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. We've got stop-and-go traffic on eastbound 270 on the north outer belt between 315 and 71 north, and you'll run into a five-minute delay on northbound 71 on the north side between Broad Street and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. Lowe's knows how to save pros time and money. Right now, save over $40 on a Werner six-foot step ladder. Was $115, now just $69.98. Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. Ballot 1210 through 1213 on item number 98148. While supplies last, I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And Come for the obesity, stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hey, check out the podcast of this show. Sometimes it even shows up. We did have an issue yesterday with the podcast not showing up, but it's been remedied. It should be in your uh, phone now or device. Yes. But go to wherever you get your audio, search Common Man and T-Bone, click, subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. Podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. 
Here's how you know the world is coming to an end. Okay. So the NFL released their players of the week yesterday. The AFC Offensive Player of the Week was Zach Wilson. Okay. The NFC Offensive Player of the Week was Tommy DeVito. Yes, both New York teams has been where offense goes to die this year. Mm. And yet, this past weekend, both their bad starting quarterbacks or one is bad. We think the other one will also be bad eventually. Well, sure. Yeah. Well, well Tommy most... DeVito's Tom Brady. Yeah, he's he's not. Let's just calm down. But no, that's you're right. That 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 does I think if anything tell us something that will never happen but probably should happen. Uh we are at the point in the NFL season where you have a lot of attrition. You have a lot of guys who are playing hurt. You have a lot of quarterbacks who have been ouchy and who are out this year. Their backups are getting in. Some of their backups are getting hurt now. Maybe we need a 14-game season, not a 17-game season. That'll never happen. They're never going backwards. I'm just pointing oh, out. they're going to make it longer. I know they are, but I'm just saying, this is what you get when you play longer, is you're going to have more guys getting hurt. Now, I know the guy who's one of those teams starting quarterback, he got hurt so early in the season, he thinks he could come back this year. But the reality is, a lot of players being in these type of games where the physicality is ridiculous you are going to continue to have more and more and more attrition every single year. And I think adding games is not the way to go, but people are like, we're dumb. We, we, the people who run the NFL see the fact that there's so many games and they make so much money. Adding more could never be worse until at some point people go, Hey, you know what? Half these games suck. They got, how many times have you heard people who you know, who are diehard NFL fans who are like, you're going to watch that game tonight. No, because who's playing quarterback and what this guy's out? My fantasy team's dead anyway. Like at some point that user experience will become bad enough. People will stop caring as much about it. I don't know if that time is in two years or 20, but it will happen. And the NFL will then go, we don't know how this worked. Why did this occur? Answers because you expanded because you wanted all the money you could get. And you're not realizing that the product's going to suffer long term because of it. We only play 31 international games a year. <laughs> I mean, that can't be it. That can't be it They at did all. announce today that officially they're going to Brazil next season. To, to Rio. Is it Rio? I don't, I don't remember where they said they were going. I'll double check. Somewhere in Brazil. Yeah, because the other place, uh, where did they say? Uh, Sao Paulo. That's Sao Paulo, that's right. Yeah. So anyway, they're going to Sao Paulo, yeah. Brazil. That's fine. Let them live. They didn't announce the teams, though, though, right? No, but I mean, rest assured, they're going from five international games a year to nine. Your team will be playing more. Like they, oh, absolutely. Your team, any everybody's team will be playing more international games. It's just how it's going to work. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, yes. Let me go with T-Bone's Running Club, who says, My parade floats. If you could design your own parade float to pay tribute to anything you wanted, what would it be? Dilda Rooney. What, what would the float look like slash do? Dilda Rooney. Now, I did say do. Would it do anything specific? S- spray out water. Okay. That's good. Refreshing water mm-hmm. for that's, all the attendees. I figured that's Just spray it in all directions. Ah, I see. That's what I would do. Uh, mine, a hot summer day? Who says the parade has to be Thanksgiving? You're right. Why not have... Well, we do have summer parades. They're called 4th right. of July. Okay. Hot summer day? Yeah. You got a nice Dilda Rooney balloon in the sky that cools you <laughs> off? Well, that's a, that's a balloon, not a float, but I guess balloons do float. Well, that's, that's what I meant. You meant a balloon. I'm talking about yeah. a float. 
You know, Float oh, is oh. the thing that rides on the road, but you could still have a dildo room. All right, well, I would, on I would have the Wiener Mobile, sure, that shoots out refreshing nourishment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, shoots mustard right in your I, face. <laughs> that's perfect. Um, I think I would actually make a float of people playing pickleball, and then the underneath it would say, "Look at all the injuries." As like people are playing pickleball on this float, and their Achilles pops or their knee blows out. I would just say, yeah, see, the sport's not as great why, as you think. I hate people. I don't I, hate people. I'm I just telling you, you that's picture. what happens. Last weekend, I was at the DSW. They had pickleball-specific shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what, what what did they look like? I don't know, but they were like... Regular old tennis shoes. $90. They must that's, give you support somewhere. No, they don't. That's just a marketing thing. It, don't don't buy those. By the way, I did, I did have someone on the burner phone saying they were getting into running, and they wanted your suggestions for running shoes. Oh, well, that's I, here's what I would tell you, and I do not have. I'm not an expert in any of that. Okay, I've started running in the last couple of years. I'm very fat, so my experience on shoes and your experience on shoes may be very different. Here's what I definitely do recommend: go to a place like Fleet Feet, Roadrunner, these places that you see that are running shoe stores where people can fit you properly. They go in, and yes, most of those places have. They'll scan your foot. You stand on a pad. It will electronically figure out where your pressure points are, all this stuff. You may think that all sounds hokey. No joke. I that is. I am 100% convinced I would have had way more injuries if I had not done that. I had very few, if any, actual injuries. I've had a couple times where my, like, I don't know, my ankle was a little sore, my knee was a little sore, and then a week later it was fine. Nothing major because I went and got proper shoes. So I would say if you are looking, even if you're just going to go, Walking, like you're just a, a bigger person who wants to go try to get into walking and then go from there. Go get proper shoes, walking, running shoes that are made for that. And then use them for like six months to a year and then get new ones if you can. Because it pays a little bit. You have to pay a little bit more, but I'm telling you, it's worth it. I recommend pickleball shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. Uh, where I'm trying to see the one that I just had here lined up. Uh, JPB says, my guys. <laughs> What's an instance where you've said something that you instantly regretted it and knew you effed up? I have many. I mean, many on the probably, show, probably, or just in life. I was going to say, I mean, probably every day we've yeah. done this where we say things like so and so dead, and then instantly you're like, are they? And then well, it turns not, out not just that. And just, just pops in and goes, oh no, they're not. Sometimes it's uh, it's the way that you say something. Where in your head you think it's going to be funny, it comes out and it's not. Sure, it's mean spirited, whatever. I mean, I have these instances all the time. Yeah. The douchebags out there that say, I have no regrets in life. They're, they're douches. I don't, know. They're lying I don't know how to themselves. You, I don't know how you get through. I have a day regrets every single day with not having a regret. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that happens quite. I, often. I told this story. I was actually telling my daughter this story because she said something recently that in her head, I knew she thought it was going to be funny, but it came out mean. So we had this little lesson. Cindy Melka. I was in like I don't know, fifth grade, sixth grade. And we were, partners on some sort of science project in the school and she had bad breath and so i had some tic tacs in my pocket and so instead of just offering her a tic tac i thought i'll be funny with this and so i said to cindy i said cindy please take one of these tic tacs because your breath has taken years off my life mm. okay yeah in my head i thought it was gonna be funny as the words were coming out of my mouth i'm listening to them yes and i'm saying wow this is mean it is. Me. And she hauled off and just slapped me right in the face. Right. And she should have. Yeah. And thankfully, you've learned your lesson. <laughs> no, I have not. But I'm, <laughs> you've never, you never learned your lesson that. until you're dead. 
but I try is what I'm saying. I'm okay, tr- I'm that's trying. Good. That's good. Uh, ESPN wants you to know they are not in the business of propping up the SEC, except they are. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for an accident blocking the left lane of eastbound 670 between Grandview Avenue and 33. And we've got some stop-and-go traffic on eastbound 70 on the west side between Mound Street and 315. This report is sponsored by Discover. If you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you also get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases with no fees, period. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback credit. Discover Bank member FD. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Wednesday. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Yeah. Tweet us at Man and Bone 971. Text us 614-787-3093. Sext us. Oh. Yes. That's on our uh, Man and Bonely fans. We'll, what they we'll call get that. to the Bonely no? fans. Eventually. Right? Yeah, we will. Uh, Jordan Spinsky says, uh, my dad's in charge. <laughs> if you could be the new member of a band, which band would it be? This is assuming you have talent. I assume. So I join an already existing band. Yes. But I think what he's saying is you're joining the band with the talent level needed to play in that band. So you're not, it's not based on what you could currently do now, which neither of us are good enough at anything to be in a band. Well, maybe um, you are. I'm not. Who would you pick? Oh, I, I know I what have, you would do. You'd I be have Metallica, one. and you would replace Lars. You exact Bing. Yep. <laughs> yep. You nailed it. That's exactly right. And uh, I wouldn't do dumbass fills all the time. I'd actually play the drums. I'd actually give you side. You know what I'd do? Bring back the ride cymbal. You hear a little, hear a little ding, ding, ding. You'd hear that in the band all of a sudden. Wouldn't just be crashes and drum rolls like an idiot. I don't know what I would do because now I. Like, I'm thinking of all these bands I like, but I don't want to replace the people that I like. You know what I mean? Well, here's the thing you could do. Like, for example, Green Day is a three-piece outfit. Yeah. But you could, lots of three-piece punk rock bands will add a fourth member to play an additional guitar just so the sound live can be a little richer, especially if they've layered stuff in the studio. Yeah, sure. Having an extra guitar, right? You can do that. Like Nirvana had uh, Pat Smear, who played, even though they had Kurt Cobain, right? But he, Pat Smear was on a lot of their stuff, wasn't he? That's how he ended up being with the Foo Fighters eventually. was Grohl was familiar with him, and that's how he got involved in all that. I'm just know. saying. Come, come back to me. You could be an additional guitar player. Come back to me. Okay, that's good. Oh, you want more of these? Yeah. Oh, well, I, that was the, I thought we were going to. Well, I can pay off on my teeth if you okay, want to. Well, here's the other one I got. Um, let's see. Uh, it is uh, Chip. Yep. Yep. Says my guys. 
the very first pro volleyball federation draft oh was on Monday, god. and your Columbus Fury had the first overall pick. Oh my god! If the team is successful, can you guys start talking volleyball and ignore the forever disappointing jackets? Hashtag no. GTH. Oh, I would I would gladly ignore the jackets if they continue to be as disappointing well, as I they've may, been. I, I may ignore them, but if you think we're doing entire segments on the volleyball, no, right? I mean, listen, we can we, have you on for an expert guest dip. <laughs> Yep. Sure. You know what? If they if they're good and it gains traction and people start watching it, that's great. I'd be all about that. Um, ESPN, ESPN, and some of the analysts on ESPN they take great offense to the notion that they are biased for the SEC. Okay. All right. That's ridiculous. All they do is broadcast the games. They will say, "Look, I'm not even saying that I blame them." They're in the business of propping up their product and getting as many eyeballs as they possibly can. And they know that propping up the SEC does that for them. But they're going to tell you that, no, we're, we treat the SEC just like we treat the ACC. We also are broadcast partners with the ACC. Okay. Um, there is a schedule release show for the SEC, a special, tonight on ESPN. Hmm. This morning on Good Morning America, they released a big-time game like they do with the NFL schedule. Where it's like, hey, look, the official schedule releases tonight, but nudge, nudge, Alabama's going to play Georgia September 28th. Ooh. That's 7.30 on ABC. They announced that on Good Morning America this morning. Right. And I, I just wonder if they really have the same allegiance to the Athletic Coast Conference, where's their... And the, and the Atlantic Coast Conference. What did I say? Athletic Coast Oh, Conference. you know what I mean. Atlantic Coast Conference. In the Athletic Coast, Coast Conference. <laughs> Why wouldn't they announce something on Good Morning America? Well, they, right. Why I wouldn't mean, they have a schedule release show on ESPN? It's laughable that they try to pretend like that's the case. Here's the reality uh, for the SEC that no one wants to tell you about. They have to do stuff like this in part because if the SEC is left to SEC fans only... Again, I keep using terms that are too close together. You know what I mean? If they have SEC fans and that's it, they will not be successful. That network will not generate enough revenue because this just in. I know they've added Texas and you got a big market there, you know, with, you know, Dallas and Austin. Those markets are probably pretty good. You know, you have Atlanta, Nashville. They care about this stuff. You don't have other than Dallas, I guess, if you want to say they care about the SEC now because of Texas. Where's the top five market that cares about SEC football, right? Maybe Atlanta does a little bit, but you probably got just as many ACC fans there as you do SEC fans. And Miami, those bigger cities down in Florida, they don't care about the SEC as much as they do any other. They care about the ACC as much. I'm saying Big Ten has Chicago, New York, Philadelphia. These are bigger markets, let alone Cleveland and Columbus and all that. I'm saying you've got big markets in the traditional Big Ten footprint. ACC has some pretty big markets that it that cares about it, too. The SEC has to attract the national audience to make sense. Big Ten has no problem with that. The SEC is so regional and bad. If I mean, it's good football, but no one can. What do you care if Ole Miss is playing Mississippi State? You watching the Egg Bowl? Here's Most of a, us are not. Here's proof to that. You've got to get the people in middle of nowhere everywhere to care about it because they need to tune in to find out if Bama and Georgia are going to play. You have to prop them up and make them look as good as you can. Just last week, we gave you the highest rated, most viewed college football games of the season. Yep. 
Most of them involved Midwestern teams. And which, lots of them. Which ones didn't involve the the Midwestern teams? What was the one outlier this year? He's on the cover of Sports Illustrated as their sportsman of the year. Deion Sanders at Colorado and Colorado State. And that was early in the season. Yeah. When everything was going crazy for them. And then Colorado, Nebraska also was yeah, on like this list. Two of those were Colorado games. The rest were mostly Midwest right. Big Ten teams. Those Colorado games, which was, they were both a story, right? They were stories week two. Was it week two when they beat Nebraska? I feel like Comeback that, victory against Nebraska. I feel like that's and then, right. The Colorado State game that was, was like the a 10, 10 30 kick. Yeah. Something it, like that. It was. But you had, perhaps in hindsight now, and even at the time, one of the biggest games in college football, perhaps the biggest, Alabama and Texas. Yeah. Playing right. each other in the regular season. They finished with 7 million viewers. Yeah. This is not. And, Buckeyes and, and Notre Dame got over nine. Right. I think people just, I'm telling you, this idea that. The Big Ten is hard to watch. It may be, but their fan bases are massive compared to some of the SEC fan bases. Not all. I know that there are lots of people who've gone to these schools and who do care about them, and that has grown, and their reputation obviously precedes itself with all the national championships they've won recently and all the players they put in the NFL. The reality is people care about their allegiances, most people sitting in the middle of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, do not care if Tennessee is playing South Carolina. They Unless Tennessee's a top five team and South Carolina's about to upset them and they're not ranked. Unless Tennessee has the number one pick in the draft and he's throwing darts and he's throwing 400 yards, then they'll care. But by and large, week in, week out, most people around the country don't care what happens in the SEC. The SEC... You know, media center, that group cares, but that's why they have to prop this up on ESPN. And I'm not saying they're doing it nefariously. I'm saying they're doing it from a standpoint of they're invested. And and yes, the football is very good in the SEC. It's arguably the best football conference out there. I think the Big Ten has an argument, but you can go ahead and say the SEC is the best football conference. That's fine. The reality is it's not the best ratings conference, and that's the business ESPN is in. It's not in the football judging contest. It's in the can we get you to pay attention and care about this business, which is why they have to continually do stuff like this to make it seem like the SEC is the NFL light. The reality is it isn't. Dick Masher, Ford Fan Poll, 971thefan.com. Who will start at quarterback in the opener next season for Ohio State? Devin Brown, Lincoln Keenholz, or Keenholz is it Keenholz? What are we doing? Keenholz. Keenholz. Yeah, I think that's right. Air Noland or other. Other, I I think it's a transfer quarterback, whether it's Cam Ward or somebody else. I know that Devin Brown is looking at this Cotton Bowl as an opportunity to go out there and flex his muscles and show that he's the man for the job. And if he winds up having a great game, then maybe we'll have that discussion. I am not a believer that he's going to be a guy you can win a championship with. No, I mean, I, I would be curious to see what he... I, I'm curious to see what he can do in the bowl game, but... I don't think that he'll become the answer. Uh, I'd love to be proven wrong on that if he's that good. If Ryan Day goes into his make-or-break season with Devin Brown as his starting quarterback, I don't know how you look at it any other way than that is a complete and total disaster. Well, to right? that, it's not even about Devin Brown. It's goes into the goes into his make-or-break season with the guy who lost the quarterback battle last year. Right? I mean, yes. I think Devin Brown was given every chance to win that job, and I'm not saying that he's a bad player. He kept getting hurt. That was a thing, right? Remember, he was hurt 
during the spring game, couldn't play. And then I think he suffered an injury maybe in camp. And then even in the season when they got him in there and said, let's have him run some goal line packages, he got hurt. Like, that doesn't mean he's going to always get hurt or anything like that. But that's a guy they, they wanted, I think, to see maybe have a chance to step up and compete for that job. He never was able to for one reason or another. Now, sure, he's got a, a clear path in a very obvious way. Go out there in this bowl game and look awesome. Maybe that that gets Ryan Day to second-guess himself. But the reality is Ryan Day can't wait until the end of December to figure out whether or not he's going to offer a guy in the transfer portal. Those those players want to know now where they're going. They want to get sorted out and get it all done. So, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing that they get some answers on that before the bowl game. And then Devin Brown playing well or not is good, but I don't think it's going to change much for that quarterback battle. More Wild Card Wednesday stupidity coming up. Plus, one thing I love talking about is when ordinary people pick up the check for billionaires. We'll discuss it next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You'll find slow traffic on southbound 270's east outer belt between Main Street and 70 east side and about a five-minute delay on eastbound 70 east side between James Road and 270. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. Dine-in only, drink responsibly. I'm Nicole for 9 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Hey guys, are you ready to score a touchdown with the best Christmas gift for your special someone? Oh yeah, Mike, tell me more. Maybe you'll be able to cross the goal line by getting her Pajamagram's famous naturally nude pajamas. Oh yeah, Mike, tell me more. After all, just the tip of the ball has to cross the goal line. Just get the tip over. Oh, they're yeah, so- Mike. Tell me more. <laughs> they're soft and Sorry. silky. They're better than lingerie with a curved, caressing fit. And here's the kicker. When you order Naturally Nude Pajamas today, you get a free Naturally Nude nighty. Oh. That's a $75 savings. Yes. So, guys, this holiday season, give her the gift that's sure to make her happy. Give her the gift of PJs, and P- she might give Hang you. On. Hang on. PJs? PJs, and P- she might give you PJ Carlissimo a great no? gift too. Okay, good. Mm. Sorry, I, I did I Just step like on your PJ pause? Carlissimo. You want to strangle? Her. <laughs> <laughs> no, she'll want to strangle you. I think he got strangled. For That's right. Had Latrell Sprewell strangled. <laughs> he was you'll yeah somehow. That's right. There's a Latrell Sprewell reference here for sure. Hey, they always do gift packaging. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If you get her these pajamas, she may let you spree well wherever you want. Tell me more, Mike. Pajamagram.com. Tell them Common Man sent you. I want to point out something to you. Yes. 
These lines about like PJs and risque stuff, like hey, touchy touchy, all right, tip we over got, the goal yeah, line, yeah, all think, this other you stuff. You think that's common man doing that, huh? This is coming directly from the client. Mm-hmm. They w- they don't think I'm filthy enough. I'm telling you this. They were like, please make sure common man makes as many innuendos as possible for this ad read. That's right. That's their goal. They want you to make the the. They want you to be a borderline with it, is I guess what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Not dirty, but innuendo. I think they would take dirty. No, they would take Filthy. dirty. You and I would take dirty. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right. Hello, hello, well, hello, Queen. How do you- I heard someone talking about strangulation in PJs. <laughs> I was going to ask you, how do you feel about PJs? Do you oh, have a- I am filthy dirty with pjs oh yes with your pajamas you know that i'm all prim and proper how do you say pajamas 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 of course of course you do i was all prim and proper for the cameras but behind closed doors it was me the duke and the corgis (laughs) and my crotchless panties (laughs) oh yes i i believe i watched that television show me the duke and the corgis it was very good that's right involved john wayne it was awesome. We would always incorporate interesting items into our lovemaking. Oh, such as One what? One time there was a live sturgeon <laughs> flopping in the bed, well, gasping been... for air. <laughs> Did you have the sturgeon in a giant Olympic pool? Otherwise, no. how would you? So the sturgeon died very soon uh, after. Absolutely. I heard you were a big fan of dead fish in the uh, bedroom. That's Is right. that right? I am okay. a fish necrophiliac. I see. Okay, good to know. Um, so get your pajamas. Do you ever uh, like to sleep in the naturally nude pajamas that you have? I've never tried them. We didn't oh. get them across the pond. Well, you live in the afterlife now. You couldn't well, get I a license. I don't need any pajamas. Pajamas. Couldn't they, couldn't they get? <laughs> couldn't they get you? Maybe like an influencer deal where they could send you I, some. That's interesting. Yeah, you're an influencer. You're the queen. Even Promo if you're dead. Code queen, get twenty percent off. Right. Promo code, may she rest in peace. Her Majesty. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Hey, how do you think about... Don't substitute the N for an F at the end. That's a different promo code. Okay, how's your son doing, by the way? Anyway, I don't even pay attention to him. Good. No, I have no desire. That's good. I'm just fascinated with how Oprah looks 30 years younger than (laughs) she actually is. Did you see her and Drew Barrymore yes, almost making out on... They were like making out on that couch Drew yesterday. Drew Barrymore wanted to phone home and oh. put her lighted finger on Oprah. I see. Oprah's couch has been through some you things. You get it because Drew Barrymore was in E.T. I do get it now. I do get it. And that's made it all the more weird. If you put Reese's Pieces out in your backyard, Oprah will come. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye! <laughs> that couch has been through it, hasn't it? It had Drew Barrymore and Oprah kind of like making it on it yesterday. And before that, Tom Cruise was jumping all over it. That couch has got some well, work in it. That wasn't the same couch. Oh, wait. Yeah, it was Drew Barrymore's couch, not Oprah's right. couch. Oprah was just oh, on Drew the Barrymore couch. Drew Barrymore didn't take Oprah's couch. But no, I. but I, I presume Oprah, whenever she goes anywhere, is like, I'm sorry. I need the couch that I prefer to be here. I'm not just sitting on any old couch. I'll tell you what. I rode Stedman hard one night. <laughs> you did? Oh, absolutely. And how was that for you? I was, he kept yelling my name then afterwards while he was pleasuring Oprah. Mm. Did he ever call you just Beth or was it always Elizabeth? I also gave it to Gail King. <laughs> good, good. 
Gail seems like, you know what? Gail's also doing pretty well for her age, Gail I'd say. Gail and I also had a live sturgeon during our <laughs> love-making sessions. Where do you acquire these? You just buy them at the fish I'm market? I'm the queen. Or? They bring I, me whatever I want. Okay. They get them flown in? Bye-bye. All right. That's good. Sturgeon. That's a, that's a big fish there. Mm-hmm. Even just any, I mean, you could have gone with like a walleye, something more manageable. You went sturgeon. I mean, the queen favorite former Browns starting quarterback is Sturgeon Wynn. It's not his name. It's Spurgeon. We used to Spurgeon all over the room when the the Sturgeon came. I bet you did. I bet you did. He liked to spray it all over the place. Threw a lot of interceptions is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's right. Not very very consistent. Yeah. Also, Jeff Garcia liked to spray it all over the field. Is that right? I don't know much about that. Absolutely. I'll take your word for it. Bye-bye. All right, uh, this is the first time I ever wanted the queen to leave. I actually was, I'm not sure where the rest of that was going. So, yeah, I'm glad she's gone. Thank you. All right. I I now want to watch a documentary on the sturgeon because I don't know anything about them. Bodie, if I said identify a sturgeon, like I show you a picture of a bunch of fish and I say, look at these and tell me which one is the sturgeon. Do you think you could do it? Didn't even know it was a fish. Okay, so, so yeah. no. The answer is absolutely not. Correct. How big would you guess a sturgeon is by what you just heard? Let's say... Mm. <laughs> I want to know. No, I'm curious. I'm curious. It's okay. A foot. How, how 12 much? inches. One foot. Maybe when they're born. Like okay. They're, oh, okay. They're, they're like... I think they... What was that Madonna song? Like a sturgeon? No. Like, <laughs> that like was a like, sturgeon. That was like a virgin. Hey. <laughs> I'm looking up sur- sturgeon Gills average... For the very first time. <laughs> Did you say gills for the very first time? Like a sturgeon. Uh, the sturgeon uh, apparently is the common name for 28 species of fish that belong to some family I can't pronounce. Uh, but they say that the average uh, size for these things is uh, three meters. What's three meters? Like like nine to ten feet? Somewhere in that range? They're big. Big sturgeon. Yeah, they get, they get I big. I took a look at Baines in the shallow. He looks like all of Australia. That's right. <laughs> he is really put together. All right. Sturgeons are really put together is what we're saying. Billionaires. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Go people the, of Oklahoma mm-hmm. have voted to build the Thunder a new arena. Okay. This will help keep the team there until at least 2050. They're saying this new arena will cost $900 million. No, it won't. It'll be more than that. Yeah. The team is on the hook now for all... Of fifty million of it, and the taxpayers will pick up the rest. Now, look, I am not a fan of uh, bailing out these billionaires. If you want something new, then build it yourself. You have plenty of money. You own an NBA team. However, they did put this up for a public vote for residents, and they voted for it to the tune of seventy-one percent. So, these are people saying, "Take my money." Take my tax money. Yeah, you're right. I'm at giving least, it to you with my vote. At least there was a, a vote on that. What I don't like is when these local governments slip it through in other ways without actually putting it on the ballot like we've seen here. Yeah, that's not good. I agree with you on that. Um, when did they become like the Oklahoma City Thunder? When did that all occur? Was that, um, was that, I mean, that was when they moved, right? So that would have been like, yeah. Mm-hmm early like early aughts mid aughts like 2005 2006 somewhere around that range bode man i think it was like 2009 because oh, durant okay. played in seattle for at least a year okay yeah that's right yeah okay so we're 
So they they're building a new arena for a team that did not even show up there until 2009. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think the arena they moved into was brand new, right? Uh, that well, that could be. You're right. I don't know exactly where. I don't. I know think it was an existing structure that was probably you know ten years old. Yeah, when right. they moved okay. into it. But as we've seen, things that are twenty years old are antiques now. Yeah, I mean, I could understand too if when they moved in, they said that arena is not good enough for us. The Paycom Center is what it's called. Uh, it was opened in. It was originally known as the Ford Center, and it was opened in 2002. So, oh my God. It's 21 years old. Mm-hmm. Buy it a drink and then kill it. That's, that's right. It's too, it's too it. old now. You can't have a 21-year-old arena. We got to get a new one. Greg Norman feeds us a load of crap. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. We've got an accident on the left side of eastbound 670 between Grandview Avenue and 33 and some slow traffic on northbound 71 on the north side between Broad Street and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by Macy's Backstage. What will you find at Macy's Backstage? How about the perfect holiday gifts? Just $25 and under. Like matching family PJs, fragrance sets, toys, and more. Find the latest trends, new arrivals, and great prices at a Macy's Backstage store near you. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time! This is Common Man and T-Bone. All right. I I hate everybody. You do? Yes. I hadn't noticed. But I really hate Greg Norman. Why do you hate Greg Norman? Greg Norman is the CEO of Live Golf. Now, you may not have heard, but John Rahm. Signs a big, huge, believed to be $600 million deal. 300 at, like, instantly. The other $300 million over time, but $300 million went right into his bank account. How does that even work? I don't In my mind, he goes to the bank and fills out a deposit slip for, for $300 million. Well, you know what? Usually I understand wanting to keep your money in a safe place, but I almost would just like to call their bluff. Because, I mean, how would it feel to know you walked into a bank and you got more money than that bank does? Like, you walk yeah, in and you say, I deposited $300 million that, this morning. That branch. The branch, not yeah. the actual bank. But I'm saying that branch, you walk in and say, I deposited $300 million this morning. I'd like to withdraw all that now. And they're like, we can't do that, sir. Why not? Oh, we don't have that money here? Go figure. Yeah. So, Greg Norman was talking to Espen this morning. He said, I think word is getting out there amongst all the players around the world, even the top players, the best players in the world. They love our format. They love our platform. <laughs> They love the team spirit, the team atmosphere. And just to be honest with you, I've seen it resonate very, very loudly this year. And obviously, John is an incredible addition to us. Yes, that's why. That's why he signed. Because of the team format and the spirit and the DJs and all of that. It is not the fact that you paid him $600 million (laughs) and that you've ridiculously overpaid for everybody 
who is on your tour. Mm. That's not it. It's the fact that all these guys have just seen the revolution. And the revolution is team golf. Yeah. My child has a lot of friends at school. Pay no attention to the fact that I gave all of those children a trust fund to attend college if they hung no, out they with just, my they son. No, they just really love But your my kid. son is super popular. But I, yes, all of his friends did get their entire college career paid for by me so they'd hang out with them. But please don't pay attention to that. They just really like my kid. No, they don't. This, this, the reason you have to pay John Rom $600 million to join your stupid thing is because he specifically does not want to. You don't pay people $600 million to do something they want to do. You pay them to do something they don't want to do $600 million. What are the teams in the live? We should know this. I mean, I, no, I their household names. No, in fact, if you do know that, you, you need to question about how much you get outside. Oh, uh, Phil Mickelson's team is High Flyers GC. Okay. <laughs> what is that? Okay. GC, golf club. Oh, oh. <laughs> Or golf collection. How could I have forgotten? High Flyers GC. They are on the X if you want to find them. I don't. Um, again, the, they're paying Phil Mickelson $200 million yeah. to bring awareness to this product. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we're talking about the product because they continue to stay relevant because their money keeps them relevant. But when it comes to the actual team aspect of this, what Greg Norman is saying people are falling in love with... How many followers does High Flyers GC have on the X? I couldn't begin to tell you. I'm going to guess... This is captained by Phil Mickelson and his $200 million check. I'm going to guess 100,000 followers. $100,000. 100 followers. Bodie would... uh, How many? Followers, not dollars. Right, 100,000 followers. followers, Bodie, what's your guess? How many followers? Just a couple thousand. (laughs) 5,900. That's pathetic. Fifty nine hundred. I that think is, Panama Ted has more followers than High Flyers GC. That is that is gross. Fifty nine hundred. Let's go to another team. I mean, Phil. How about you, Ironheads you GC? I was going to say the the Ironhead Haywards. Is that what they're named? Iron after? Ironhead GC. Okay. Nineteen hundred. Um, Majestics GC fifty four hundred. That's the uh, Ian Poulter, Hendrick Stenson. Sam okay. Horse Fed Face, huh? whatever his name is. Who's Sam? What? How about Range Goats? 5,000. I, I have range no idea goats. what the Range Goats are. Ripper GC, 5,500. Oh, Lord. This is, Stinger I, this is, GC. Stinger, hey. 1,800. Jacket's mascot has his Stinger. own live golf club. That's good. Look, man, this is... Don't you think if they wanted to build this league, they could just... Pay for the market. Take $200 million and market your league. Paying Phil Mickelson $200 million is not going to help anyone follow this league, even if he is playing and he's awesome because he is so toxic. John Rahm is really good at golf. There's no way you're getting $600 million worth of return on John Rahm could win every Masters for the next 10 years. You're not returning $600 million. You're not getting that back in benefit and boost to your league. The only reason he will stay relevant is because he's allowed to participate in PGA events, not because he's playing live golf events. All you're doing is basically borrowing the largesse of the PGA, which, by the way, you had to make a deal to do, and that deal still is not finalized. No, I, I don't understand any of that. But, allowed, but at least it works enough that it got John Rahm to say, all right, well, if they'll let me keep playing in the Masters and those type of things, then I guess I'll complain your stupid league otherwise. $600 million is what it took to get him to do it, man.
But you know what, though? They're probably huge on TikTok. I didn't look there. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, probably I'm sure. huge. Let's, I'm sure they are. Hip with the kids. Wild card Wednesday. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Paul, you never answered, by the way. What was what was the band you'd want to join? You could play any <sighs> instrument. You're good at it. You could jump in. could play. You don't have to like, would, kick would, someone out. Would fans love me? Yeah, Would they just instantly love me? Would they you're accept good. me? You've got the talent to do it, and you're in a popular band, so presumably your talent is good enough that people would say, yeah, we like that guy. I don't know. You, how come, is this so hard for you? Because I don't want to replace somebody that I like. Okay, you're not replacing someone. You're just... Let's pretend that person well, doesn't no, exist. I also don't then, want to be insignificant. Oh, the person doesn't exist? No, I'm saying, yeah, like you're you're coming in and basically you've got all the love that that person gets. Like what's the band? The idea and is, I can do the job. Yeah, you're good enough. The talent is there. John Bon Jovi. Okay. That's C. That wasn't so hard, was it? That's great. Can I go back in time then too? I think you would be the John Bon Jovi of whatever era you wanted to be. All right. Because mm. I mean, he's got a bunch of 60 year old women jumping up and down showing their tots now. But yeah, but back in the day, back those in were, the day, those were hot ladies, twenty-year-old tots. Yeah, sure. Um, where did this one go? Twenty-year-old tots. <laughs> Bali T-shirt says, "My walk-in freezer drunk nappers." All right, dead. Where do you like to sit in a stadium? I think I saw Bone in a loge on Saturday. Loge. I was not in a loge. Uh, Everyone be. at the crew game looks like Bone, though. That's why that's you, true. you're a lot confused. Of, a lot of bald dudes with beards. We were watching on TV, and Samantha's like, that's T-Bone, that's T-Bone. No, it's a nope. big, Just fat guy with a beard. Uh, anyway, he said, I prefer close to the field, but I don't hate the 300 level for football games. I don't leave the house for 500s. Now, every stadium has different levels, but I think like at a Jackets game. Club. Oh, club. You like the club level? Club. That's good. Club or first row of upper tank. Yeah, upper tank in the first few rows is not bad. If you get way up there, I mean, and there's not a bad seat in Nationwide, but way up there is just kind of, I do feel detached no, at that I'm, point. No, I'm just saying, the closer you get to ice level, you miss a lot of the action. Yeah, I think I think you're right. The upper level of the lower bowl, the club level, that middle section, basically, the middle third of that arena is the best spot to be. I would say the same thing for a basketball. Well, no, basketball, I would not say the same no, thing. Floor. I want to be courtside for that. Yeah. Um, N- to- NFL, home. <laughs> Football's made for home. Yeah, man. Football's it's, made for TV. It's, it's, it, it really is. I'll add this, though. I was at the crew game. I was sitting in the Nordeca, above, like up above the Nordeca. That vantage point in the end, I actually prefer that for football, for soccer. Because you can see the plays developing, yeah. you can see the the motion, you can see what everybody's doing. I like that. It's like watching the All Twenty Two film. Yeah, it really is. I like that a lot. All the news and notes you need as we go on campus. Coming up next, Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grand View Browns backers. Traffic is slow on westbound 270 North Outer Belt between 161 and Cleveland Avenue. And if you're downtown on westbound 70, it's moving slow between the 71 east and west split. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. Dine-in only, drink responsibly. I'm Nicole. For 97.1, the fan traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. 
At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T Bone. Bone and I do all of our banging. At Hollywood Casino Columbus and their 12,000 square foot sports book. It is, it's magical. Actually, there's, there's just magic pixie dust in the air when you go there. Mm-hmm. That's or, right. It's my dandruff. It could be both. Yes. Your magic, your dandruff is magical. My dandruff dust. does has, have healing properties. That's why I rub your head on me all the time. Rub your head on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, go to uh, the sports book at Hollywood Casino Columbus for all your gambling, food, beverage, loose women, loose men, slots, all your need, dandruff, all your needs. Must be 21 or older, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. On campus, let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones. On campus, the latest college sports news and notes. Sponsored by Reverse Aesthetics. Why age gracefully when you can age in reverse? Well, man, we had a little bit of an issue in a college basketball game over the weekend, and one coach is not happy with the resolution. So this was Illinois State and Norfolk State. Oh, I missed it. So Illinois State has issued a formal apology to Norfolk State after a fan for Illinois State. This was at Illinois State where this game took place shouted a racial slur at a Norfolk State player. Norfolk State coach Robert Jones, during the game you can see this, where the player is pointing at at the stands and saying that guy just said something to me. He then comes over and talks to his coach, and the coach, Robert Jones, gets so incensed, he has to almost be held back from going and like confronting the fan. Then, Illinois State coach and former Buckeye assistant, I want to say, Ryan Peden, who is of course now at Illinois State, he doesn't understand what's happening, it appears, in this moment, but he sees Robert Jones is getting infuriated, and he and Robert Jones then exchange words, and apparently that interaction did not go well. Eventually, after a long delay from these racial remarks directed at Norfolk State's Jamari Thomas, they eventually threw out multiple fans and got on with the game after these fans were escorted from the side of the court. It has now taken a couple days. Videos were reviewed. Illinois State issued an apology saying that this had no place at Illinois State, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Meanwhile, the head coach for Norfolk State, Robert Jones, said this, quote, For me, you had four opportunities to make it right in person multiple times. So let's not make it right now when six million people have seen the video. There was no apology about anything with the racial slurs. I can't respect that. So... Well, good. I'm, is, I'm glad that he's speaking his truth. Yeah, he's good. And also, and also yeah, don't do that. Well, don't do that at, at all. Don't do that ever. Okay. No. Oh, I, what I'm about to say is going to sound terrible. Okay. Don't do that ever. But if you do racist, don't do it at a venue with like 3,500 people. Yeah, don't do it anywhere. You're right. That's right. Don't do it also, anywhere. But then you did. But at it least when there's twenty thousand people, maybe it gets drowned out. And nobody hears you. Well, that's the thing. Is like, sadly, there is a lot of racism that still goes on, and a lot of times it happens quietly behind the scenes. This is one of the few times where you saw it outwardly and openly being done, and in that moment, no one stepped up and said, uh, "That's wrong. Don't do that." Well, that's the thing, man. Is that I've been in gyms like that. You've been in gyms like that. 
You can hear everything. Yeah, I'm surprised that this wasn't dealt with more quickly by Illinois State. I obviously not being there, but man, it yeah, on camera now when you know the context of what was going on, it really does not look good for anyone involved at Illinois State. So I would hope that they would make amends quickly if they want to save any face in this. But yeah, also there's a bigger problem there, right? When you have multiple fans feeling well, comfortable of, enough that of, they could do course. that, yes. that's not great. Um, Bronny James's debut did happen, if you missed it. USC lost the game. Uh, I believe that one was 84-79 to Long Beach State. However, LeBron James' son played in that game. They lost in overtime. He scored four points, played just 16 minutes. Of course, he had cardiac arrest in July, so the fact he made it onto the court, and that too, onto the court, is truly remarkable. He did hit a three-pointer for his first bucket. Also had a chase-down block that looked a lot like what his dad has done for 20 years in the NBA. That's kind of cool. Uh, meanwhile, over in the college football side of things, some more transfer news. Grayson McCall has transferred to NC State. Three-time Sunbelt Player of the Year, trying to end his career on a high note. He passed for more than 10,000 yards during his time with Coastal Carolina, which I know we all knew that. But if you didn't, he is now at NC State. This is his sixth and final season of NCAA eligibility. Uh, and, of course, I like to point out that Coastal Carolina's nickname is the Chanticleers, which is just a fun name to say. And Tyler Van Dyke has committed to Wisconsin. Dick Van Dyke. The former Miami star quarterback is set for a fresh start with the Badgers. Jerry so, Van Dyke. Yeah, your guy. Let him live. Or not. He's dead, I believe. Jerry, Jerry. I think he's alive. Jerry Van Dyke oh, no, is no, alive? no, Dick is alive. Dick's alive. I think Jerry I think has Jerry's to be. dead. Jerry has to be. I would think passed away. And you've heard it. Oh, and I forgot to bring this up. How did I miss? I should have led with this. My bad. Uh, Big Ten coach just got paid. Who? College football. Greg Schiano. Apparently, according to uh, multiple college football reporters here, Rutgers has announced it agreed to a contract extension with Shiano through 2030. The deal will pay Greg Shiano $6.25 million next year. Now, for context, that is 40% more than what Tennessee offered Greg Shiano before they rescinded their offer. Remember that? Where they had talked about hiring him and then they backed out of it because Tennessee fans freaked out probably because they thought they could do better than Greg Schiano, but they claimed it was because they had issues with stuff that Greg Schiano, they said, was involved with. Whatever. Either way, the fact of the matter is he's now getting paid 40% more than what Tennessee offered him to coach at Rutgers. We also live in a world where the Rutgers football head coach makes over $6 million. That's what. I, yes, exactly right. That's what I'm saying. It's bizarre. All right. Hey, next hour, we have... Uh, an article about wrestlers, professional wrestlers who smell really bad. Love that. Okay. More Wild Card Wednesday and a Fat Boy Food Tip Tip is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. We've got an accident on the right side of westbound 270 North Outer Bell at Cleveland Avenue, as well as an accident on the right side of eastbound 670 after International Gateway, causing some slow traffic from Leonard Avenue. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is here for the ride with the parts you need for the prices you want. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. I'm Nicole for 97. 97- 7.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. 
At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The show that will tickle you stupid. This is Man and Bone. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot of wild cards in the office. I'll tell you that today. Um, all right. So we've got plenty more to get to here. I This one keeps coming up, and I didn't know if you want to address it. I didn't know this was a thing. What? Sell the CBJ says, has Common Man still not seen the Jim Carrey Grinch movie? If not, what do we need to do to convince him? Every time I watch it, the Grinch reminds me of Common Man. I thought I did see it. I didn't know you hadn't seen it. Did I say sometime that I didn't see Maybe it? Maybe you did. In my mind, I feel like I've seen it. You know which movie this is, the live action. Well, yes, John, I, I know what it is. Jim Carrey's all done up like the Grinch. I took thought, him like I nine hours to get into the makeup every day. Yeah, but you know what? There's no singing. No, I, yeah, you're I not like a big the fan short, of the... the shorter one. I like the singing. Oh, you like the you're cartoon. A mean one. Yeah, I like that. That's good. I do. I do like. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I like the cartoon better. Although the the live action one is very good. Jim Carrey is amazing. You know, this time of year they always put the older stuff. On. It, it's amazing to me. And I'm not saying it's bad. I think it's good actually. Is that we have so much advancement with technology now, and everything is new, and technologies are fantastic, and CGI movies and everything, and yet every single year, broadcast television networks will trot out. The claymation Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer yeah. and Frosty the Snowman, where Samantha is watching the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. She'd never seen it before. Yeah. Like, isn't it Burl Ives? Is that who it is? I think you're right. That does the snowman. Yeah. I think you're right. Anyway, she's like, what is this? Right. And then it took her a while. Like, what are they, puppets? Is it a cartoon? Yeah. And then she watched it like she watches anything else. She enjoyed it. She watched it, but I always think to myself, the generations of human beings, the different types of human beings that have watched this show over, oh. the, over the years, and here oh, we sure. are in 2023, and little kids are still watching it and enjoying it. Burl Ives died in 1993. So, like, I'm saying he was in it. He's been dead for 30 years. Your daughter, who would have no idea, like, I didn't even know. When I was a kid, I would watch that. And my dad would say, oh, yeah, it's Burl Ives. I didn't know what Burl Ives looked like. And then one day I looked him up and I saw, oh, he looks exactly like that snowman. Because <laughs> they made the snowman to look like Burl Ives. Yeah. Which you would know if you knew who he was because you were alive back then. But I didn't know that. Sam- Samantha does this thing where she can recite every single line of Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, really? Every single line. Like Christian will feed her a line and then Samantha will go off yeah, and, sure. and finish the scene. When was that made? I mean, it had to be 40, 50 years ago. You're right. I mean, that's, yeah, it's not new to your point. I do wonder this, and I don't know how you feel about it. This is kind of a theory I'm working out. You tell me if I'm wrong. All right. I feel like once we hit roughly mid-November in America, everyone just decides, let's go back to the 50s when it comes to our celebrations of holidays. Because if you think about what is the thing you want you personally, at your Thanksgiving, other than the turkey, what's the one I want item? Everything from the fifties. You want, ca- I want you green, want green, green bean casserole, casserole, which was invented I in want the fifties. Cranberries out of a can. That's from the fifties, right? All this stuff is stuff that like. 
50s and 60s America was like, let's make it That's like right. this. That's right. When you listen to the Christmas songs that a lot of people say, I want to hear the Christmas, you know, you've got your Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. You've got some other pop bands that I have like, done stuff. I like the older songs. But what songs do you typically want? You want Winter Wonderland. You want all, like a lot of people who say, I want to hear the, the good Christmas music, air quotes. It's all this, it's Eartha Kit. It's all that stuff from the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is a lot of what I think we've adopted as Christmas traditions is really just Christmas that my parents enjoyed when they were kids. I think that's where we're at now is like my parents' generation when they were kids. That's what they liked. And, and then what? that's what I was raised I, on. Like, and I, that's what I like. I've said this. I, I think it's I think it's good to have culture. You know, and this is our culture yeah, as Americans. That's fine. This is what we associate the holidays with. And I think that's good. Well, I hope they always have Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer on TV. Good or bad, I'm saying, I don't know that it's because it's necessarily better than anything else. It's just stuff that I knew I had when I was a kid. That's what you probably had when you were a kid. And that's probably what our parents had when they were kids. That's what society is. Society is following traditions. Yes, but like, so if you go to other countries, some of those traditions date back maybe many hundred or even thousand years, you know, depending, right? Some of those traditions could be a lot deeper, I'm saying my great grandparents would have none of those traditions. Like they wouldn't care about any of those traditions. <laughs> they wouldn't have known them. They didn't exist. So now, like, I have no idea what people were doing for Christmas in the twenties. I don't. Do you know? I have what no were idea. They doing for Christmas in the twenties. You know what I mean? Well, like, first of all, they were putting up their tree on Christmas Eve. Well, we know that from It's a Wonderful Life. I'm just saying they were doing that. It wasn't like, hey, November first, let's put up the pre-lit tree. You know, it was, hey, we put this thing up on Christmas Eve. Even in the seventies, they were doing that. You watch different strokes; they're putting the tree yeah, up, right, on Christmas Eve. I mean, I'm saying, what are the Christmas carols that you would have had in like the twenties, like Silent Night, Silent probably, Night? There, right? You'd have that. All the old. Like hark, hark the herald angels yeah. sing. All the old religious sure. stuff you'd have. Yeah, you'd have the stuff that you'd hear like in a church choir singing. But you would have oh, none Tannenbaum of Tannenbaum. Yeah. You'd have none of that like Jingle Bell Rock. It's no. beginning to look a lot like Christmas. No. All of that stuff. That That's all not happening. I just find that fascinating that a lot of our traditions date back to roughly the time where like Ed Sullivan was on television. That's that's where most of our stuff came from. Charlie Brown Christmas 1965. There you go. For that. Um, Fat Boy Food Tip. Okay, give it to me. Now, we can't take advantage of this, at least not yet. They are testing this at two locations in Southern California. Taco Bell is testing two new beverages, coffee chillers and churro chillers, the first ever frozen coffee and shakes to hit Taco Bell menus. So if you've been saying to yourself, you know it's missing from Taco Bell? Uh Iced coffee or a milkshake. Well, Taco Bell has heard you. And it's gone through development, and now they're going to test it at some California stores. I assume, because who's going to, hey, well, it's a churro going. milkshake. Who's going to say, no, I don't want that? Yeah, I also wonder, like, at least with the coffee one, that's probably for their breakfast locations where they do that, which I do like a Taco Bell breakfast. I think they do a good job. The coffee chiller will be served in a 16-ounce cup that's swirled with flavor on the inside, filled with blended iced coffee, and topped with a layer of cold foam. Mm-hmm. Love a cold foam. I am I am always asking for that now. I get the cold brew with the cold foam. Yes. It will be available in Mexican chocolate, caramel churro, and spiced vanilla flavors. Okay. The churro chiller is also served in a 16-ounce cup and is filled with a blended sweet shake topped with a layer of cold foam and churro crumbles. 
Okay. Yes. I can get behind that. It'll be available in Mexican chocolate, dulce de leche coffee, wild strawberry, and sweet vanilla. Now, do you, you're you not a big milkshake guy. I, I am not, but I, I would try this. And yeah. you know why I would try it is because there's a crunchy component with churro crumbles on oh, top. Oh, I see. Yeah. I would actually ask for extra crumbles. I think that's a good idea. Now, that reminds me of another uh, fusion beverage that I just saw that I've had a few people tweet us for Wild Card Wednesday, and I do not think this sounds good. Mm. I do like both of the products that are involved in making this, typically. Uh, one of them is alcohol. I do like that. The other mm. one is uh, Doritos. I do like that. What I would not like is Empirical's Doritos Nacho Cheese Spirit. <laughs> I'm just reading you <laughs> from the story. Now. It says, if you've ever eaten a Dorito and wished you could drink it, well, now's your chance. The popular chip company has answered a question that we are flabbergasted anyone would ask. Why not make an alcohol infused with the flavors of a Dorito? This uh, drink company, Empirical, announced a collaboration with Doritos yesterday. They're calling it a nacho cheese spirit. It said the company said the drink was made by using real Doritos chips and extracting their, quote, essence through vacuum distillation. Unlike traditional distillation methods, vacuum distillation operates at lower temperatures. I'm going to give you a drink with my essence in it. Preserving the full spectrum of flavors derived from Doritos. Hey, how about how about I just eat Doritos and drink gin? How about that? Like, that's what this is. It's apparently some kind of gin vodka type of spirit. It's a you know, clear spirit, not a brown spirit. So Speaking of fine. spirits, I had a, uh, a friend of mine send me a, a gift. Little Christmas gift. Oh, what's the? I mean, what, I have a gift, gift for you. Usually, I get you a spirit. Mm-hmm. I did not this year. Okay, that's fine. But I do. I can give you a clue. All right. If you want the clue, give me a clue. Because I think I'm going to bring your gift either tomorrow or Friday. Yeah. All right. But it's not alcohol, yeah, which is what that. I normally get you. However, it can cause cancer. So. Yes. Yes. That's See, great. I'm that's, glad that's Christmas you time. Me, you got me a microwave. I'm so thrilled. Cancer causing agents. That's Christmas time to me. <laughs> Give the gift that'll kill you. I'm glad you got me a microwave. I can't but, wait but to But a, use a it. friend of mine got me a nice little uh, bottle of uh Blanton's gold. Oh. Yeah. That's not a that's not a cheap gift. That's a I hope cracked that's it a, open last night. I hope that what'd you think? Well, I had, I've had it before. Oh, yeah, that's right. We had it. With, I actually had it at, uh, we had it at local, cantina local Cantina with our guy, George, who runs Local Cantina. George owns Local Cantina. Yeah. If you were to look up guy who owns taco slash bar place. And has been wildly successful right. at it, by the way. There would just be a picture of this guy. Yep. He walks in the room dancing to music that is not there. <laughs> he's, he's, man, he's just that guy. He's always having a party. He's, yes. Every and then, time I turned around, he was handing me another drink. Yeah, man. Uh, we went with him to go pick out the alcohol down in uh, Wild Turkey. Well, you Turkey. went with him. I didn't go. I, yes, but me and Frankie, who works there, and uh, we had my buddy Chris, Chris Frankie's Blaine. Frankie's always n- also nuts. Yeah, they, those guys. But again, they work at a bar. I know. They, they, they good run nuts. a bar. And they're, yes, they're the type of people who enjoy this and are out there all the time enjoying life. And good for them. That's what you have to do. But we went down to Kentucky, and it was like... Just a lot of back padding and a lot of here's another drink and then we drink and then there's another drink and then I'm starting to feel like I don't know how I'm doing and I look over at these guys and they're just like who's ready to go to the next place and I'm like I'm I'm struggling to stand I got to take a nap yeah I could not keep up with no them. George was patting me on the back saying hey next year tequila in Mexico I believe him oh yeah if we said, if I said let's yes do it, he'd have me on a plane tomorrow to go to Mexico there. and get we, tequila 
And you know what? I might just say yes. I am. You you would say yes. yes. I am saying yes. Let's go. That's right. Would you know what you're looking for, though, in a tequila? Yeah. Does it taste great? No, I, I know, but could you? I know. Uh, no, I don't. I couldn't. I'm not as. Break down the agave nectar, now, or whatever I, the hell they're using. I like tequila. I do like the different, you know, Reposado, all that stuff, the Anejo. Like, those are the different aging levels they do. Extra Anejo. Oh, extra Anejo. Yes. I'm just telling you, I like that stuff, but I, I'm not as well versed in it as maybe like bourbon. I have had way more experience with bourbon, so I'd feel more comfortable picking out some notes of bourbon than I would tequila. I want you to, to go to your special someone tonight. Yeah. I think I did, was it two weeks ago? I said, go up to your special someone and say, Flacco, my cracko. Mm-hmm. And don't even say it, just say, Flacco, my cracko, just like that. Mm-hmm. I want you to go up to that same person tonight and say, touch my anejo. <laughs> Extra anejo. Extra anejo. And just see what they say. I'm, I'm Touch a- my extra anejo. <sighs> Now I want some tequila. Thanks for that. Mm, yes. And by the way, if you're someone who's like, I had tequila, it made me throw up. Well, that's, yeah, you had like, you're not, not drinking good tequila. You're not, yeah. Like, get the 100% agave you stuff and get back to me. sipping tequila. Yeah. Get back to me. Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts talks about smelly wrestlers. Details yeah. next. Yes. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. We've got about a 10-minute delay if you're on northbound 71 on the north side between Broad Street and 11th Avenue, and things are moving slowly on westbound 670 between Leonard Avenue and Neal Avenue. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. From 3 to 6 p.m., Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day, so head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Fat and happy. Hey, one out of two isn't bad. This is Common Man and T-Bone. So happy you've tuned in three hours a day, every single day. Do it. Or rot in hell for all eternity. Hmm. Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, he's got a podcast called I Can't Believe I'm Still Alive or The Snake Pit. One of those two. Uh, he, He was asked on his podcast who was the smelliest wrestler. That he shared the ring with. Now I know if you were anything like me. Back in the day. You would watch the wrestlers and say man. That guy doesn't look like he smells good. And guess what. <laughs> Most did not. No. Uh, he said oh my god. It's so simple. Vader. Oh, big God ba- yeah, almighty. Big Vader. He reeked just horrible. Horrible. Smelled like baby puke. It was just brutal. Uh, he later, by the way, Vader was also a guest star on Boy Meets World. That's for those right. of you, boy, I got to tell you, I'm trying to think in my head if I've ever heard a better takedown of someone than to say you smell like baby puke. 
Because if you've ever actually smelled baby puke, it's it's not for the faint of heart. Um, yeah, I've never smelled a dead body, but people say that uh, dead bodies smell pretty bad. Right. I'm just saying you smell like a dead body. I've heard that before. Not me personally. I've heard people covered say that. in baby puke. I'm saying you go up to someone. It's like when you said the other day, like fall down. Like that just made me laugh because that's. I mean, sure, anybody can say drop dead, but you're like just. I hope you fall. I hope you fall, and I hope you hurt your leg. Jake it's Roberts good. also said that uh, King Kong Bundy's shoes smelled so effing bad that when he removed them in the locker room, guys would go hide. He also said that the Road Warriors, Road Warrior Hawk and Road Warrior Animal, mm. once set Bundy's shoes on fire when he was in the ring performing in a match. They sprayed the shoes with lighter fluid, set them ablaze because they stunk so effing bad. He also mentioned the dead... British Bulldog was pretty rank at times for not washing his gear. <laughs> Why? Now, again, everybody's got different wrestling gear, but I would presume you would learn very quickly how to wash whatever it is that you have to wear, right? Because you're sweating in this stuff. Some of it's not very breathable. Oh, man, I can't. And you're out there. I mean, these guys are not only are they sweating, a lot of them are oiled up. So you got all that stuff on you. I and think I, the, the better question should be who smelled good? No kidding. That's probably right? a pretty short list. Well, right. I mean, the whole thing, all those guys too, a lot of them had hair product in. They had, you know, they got grease everywhere. They're sweating. No doubt there's probably some flatulence and some other <laughs> stuff going. I mean, I'm just saying it's gross. You said earlier, men are gross. We're discussing. That's just men. The May Young story. We, we've talked about this. <laughs> May Young, may uh, she rest in peace. She was this uh, old lady uh, wrestler. Yeah. And she had some fame in her later life because she was just a crazy old lady that would let the wrestlers do things to her. They At one point, the Dudley boys put her through a table when she had to be in her 70s. Oh, yeah. Off like, the top rope. They Yeah, they, they body slammed her through a table, jumping off the top rope. She's a professional who knows how to take this. Doesn't matter. She's an old woman. She's 70 she be in the bingo old. hall. Yeah, and instead she's out there flying high with the Dudleys, one of the craziest tag teams in WWE. So, so there's, there's this story, and yeah. I forget exactly when it was or who. Anyway, she'd been wrestling for, uh, like, when that 70s thing happened, she was... 50 plus years of in the ring. So she May had Young, a long career in the in the ring doing stuff. In her 70s, she had a spot on TV. This is, you know, WWE. This is not some backyard this gym. Is national television. National television. Yeah. Things have to run on schedule. They've mm-hmm. got a guy at the curtain saying, I need this guy. I need that guy. We're, th- this segment's coming up next. Right. Things run on schedule. It's live television. May Young was supposed to go out there and have like a little thing where she you know, got in someone's face, literally, and was thrusting her crotch in someone's face. Yes, they played this up like she was a body old lady. Yes. Who was, yeah, very dirty and all that stuff. And so she would corner you, and you'd be laying down by the turnbuckle, and she would jump on your face and... Bronco buster. Bronco buster That's you. what they call that move. Yeah. Whatever. And so it's it's time for this segment. And the on-site producer is yelling, where, where is May? Can't find we her. We need May. Where the segment is coming up. Where is May? And one of the wrestlers says, She's she'll be there in a second. She's putting fish down her pants. <laughs> she, she said I have so much respect for this right, lady. She said, I you know tell what? You. It's not 
humiliating enough for me to go out and ride this young man as an old lady. I'm going to put dead fish down my pants and go do it. So if you want to tell me, oh yeah, Vader smelled bad. I assume all these people smell bad because they made themselves smell bad on purpose. They were carnies. What a profession pro wrestling is. You know? The guy like, running the Ferris wheel at the county fair smells bad. It's the same thing. All these guys are carnies. I used to wonder, because like, you know, Bobby Carpenter, you hear him on Morning Juice every day. He he still keeps himself in tremendous shape. He's not a small human being. He played college and professional football at a high level. The guy is, I mean, big enough, vascular enough. He could go out there and like fit into pro wrestling gear and probably strike an imposing figure if he learned i don't know how much bobby knows about wrestling but i'm sure if he wanted to he could have done that then you got guys like schlegel who's a great personality he's a physical freak he'd go out there and do some of these you know acrobatic moves stuff like that guys like laurenitis whose dad was in the business obviously and i always thought why wouldn't these guys want to go get in the business they clearly could have done some things they all have great personalities they're tremendous athletes they could have done stuff like that made millions of dollars doing that stuff then you tell me these stories, and I say, oh, never mind, I get it. I'm sure that's, it's a little bit different now. No, but it's still like you're in a sweaty, gross locker room. You got to interact with different people. You got to work with guys in close proximity, some of whom you probably can't stand. And it's not like football where there's an actual competition on the line. It's acting. All of it is acting. How about this? You think about like the smelliest places on earth. Wrestling locker room. Yeah. In like the Dominican Republic, in the seventies. Oh, just because it's hot and yeah, steamy just the height. The everything's just there's no air. Conditioning, I'm, I'm sure there's thinking. no air conditioning. Yeah, just disgusting, gross men. Look, one of the smelliest environments I've ever been in is the the hockey dressing room. Oh, God. I mean, it just smells like a dude nutsack. It's not even. It's not even necessarily like if you're a grown man. I got buddies whose kids play hockey, and they say that bag. Oh the yeah, gym it's unbelievable. Bag, by the end of the weekend where they had a hockey tournament, they said it's you can barely open it up without passing. I, out. I have been in football locker rooms, I've been in baseball clubhouses. There is something about that hockey dressing room. There is a certain smell. Well, it's all padding. You have to wear so many pads so that you know, if you get hit with a puck, your gloves, your chest protector, your leggings, there's all kinds of stuff. And it's all meant to keep you warm because you're also skating around on ice. But at some point, you get hot and sweaty in that stuff, and then it just stays in there. But I, I guarantee you, Ugh. like July 1982 in the Nutter Center, <laughs> when King Kong Bundy's back there, whatever, that's yeah, got to rival anything oh, yeah. that you've ever smelled. Well, they what was the, there was another place in Dayton, I think maybe was it Hera Arena? That they used to go, there was another wrestling venue where they would only hold like 5,000 people or something, and that place was like a minor league hockey building. It, that place was also, I'm sure, had its moments where the AC suddenly didn't work. And Should we ask Rimmer what his worst smell of all time was? Oh, he I could bet vouch, he's got an answer. He could vouch for the, the rink stuff. How many times you bet he's been in like a minor league hockey rink and just said, woof, right. like gone back in the locker room. It's Name terrible. dropping with Jeff Rimmer, the smell edition, coming yes. up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grand View Browns Backers. 
There's an accident on the right side of westbound 270 North Outer Belt between 315 and Sawmill Road. And you're going to find a 10-minute delay due to slow traffic on eastbound 70 east side between James Road and 270. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. With a Chalupa Supreme, beefy five-layer burrito, crunchy tacos, cinnamon twists, and medium drink, Taco Bell's $5 cravings box is packed as ever. And $5 as ever. Get one at Taco Bell stores for limited time only, while supplies last. Contact store for price and participation, which vary. Drinks exclude freezes, tax extra. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Common Man and T-Bones. With the biggest name dropper of them all, the CBJ's Jeff Remmer. Sponsored by Buyers Imports, Hamilton Road by the airport. Every single Wednesday, we talk to our guy, television voice of your Columbus Blue Jackets. It's name dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Hello, Rims. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How is everybody? Excellent. All right, so, yes, last week I asked you <laughs> if you had any good uh, pants crapping stories, and you came through. Today, we're talking about the smelliest things you've ever encountered. In all your years of, of living and broadcasting, what is the smelliest smell Jeff Rimmer's nose has ever smelled? <laughs> I, let's pass. Let's go to the next question. No? Not even. Okay, Rims. All, all your time in hockey dressing Rims, rooms I was just and baseball say. locker rooms and clubhouses, you have no stories? Well, let me ask you that. Baseball locker room, hockey dressing room, on average, you don't have to get into specifics. Which one have you had more times where you've said, oof, that is no good in there? Well, probably hockey because of the equipment they wear and the players sweat, as you might imagine. So that probably would be it in simplest terms. All right, thanks. You know, I gave you credit last week. I gave you no credit this week. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> sorry. let's talk about this hockey team. So Boone Jenner is dead now. He's going to be gone for a while. Who has to step up and carry that energy that he would bring? Well, first of all, I saw Boone today, and uh, he's feeling much better. Uh, it's still, obviously, uh, at least a, a, a six-week proposition until he gets uh, the wires out after having immediate surgery that night after he took uh, the puck to the chin. Uh, and to answer your question very specifically, and it's good news, and listening to you guys and talking about wanting to see more of Fantilli, Fantilli will be on the top line tomorrow, and I suspect uh, he's going to uh, pick up the extra minutes because uh, he'll start on that top line with uh, Johnny Goodrow on the left side and uh, Danforth, Justin Danforth on the right, and I assume that uh, they'll be getting a lot more time. And similarly, I think that the Russian line, uh, the second line, uh, with Chinukov, who has been absolutely outstanding uh, alongside uh, Marchenko and Voronkov, you'll you'll see them uh, inherit some ice time. So uh, I think it's a positive uh, step in the absence of, of really the most important player on the team, based on the fact that all he does, in addition to being captain, power play, penalty killing, even strength out there for key faceoffs. So uh, I, I look for Fantilli and 
uh, his line to uh, increase their ice time as well as the Russian three. Oh, so so you're saying that it's actually good news that Jenner broke his face. That's, That's what you're saying. That's not what I'm saying. That's what That's I'm hearing. What I'm saying. No, no. What I'm saying is for those people that want to see more of Santilli and more of the Russian line, they're going to get that opportunity now in the absence of Boone Jenner. I see. Rims Don't twist around my words. All Don't right. twist I- around what I say. Please. Let me ask you this question, because obviously we saw what happened with Eric Branson. He got drilled, got boarded, and the referees, I thought, made an egregious change to that call. Good Branson then took it upon himself to make sure that Nick Cousins felt the full fury of his wrath, and he got suspended for a game for his actions. Uh, never minding all that, like the actual boarding call there, is it hard for you to take the NHL seriously on player safety? when they don't do anything about players that do that stuff in a game and then punish the retaliation, not the original infraction? Well, put it this way, T-Bone. I think a directive went out to the uh, players uh, after the Eric Robinson, coincidentally, uh, playing for Buffalo and uh, getting a major penalty for really uh, what was no more than a minor penalty. So the referees... And, and believe me, they're in conversation with Steve Wacom, who, by the way, the head of officials, was in the building. He was in the building that night uh, that uh, Branson took that cheap shot. And uh, I'm wondering if uh, he was involved in the entire situation because it went from a major to a minor. And as I said, Robinson, the night before, similarly uh, in, involved. And his, we all know what Robinson is, and he's not going to take a cheap shot. And yet he was given a, a major, uh, a game misconduct, and a 10-minute misconduct. So I think uh, these officials are in conversation uh, with the powers that be in the NHL. And, uh, again, it was an egregious error on the part of the officials that night in not calling a major penalty and tossing him from, from the game. Because, as you know, uh, basically, uh, Good Branson, uh, he was going to take a pound of flesh, and he did. And as far as he's concerned, talking to him yesterday, he knew that he was going to get suspended and looked up the rule and, and felt that uh, it was uh, it was justified for what he did. Uh, I can also tell you that he spent a good portion after he got home with his family, and they were right there within feet of the altercation. Uh, he was still steaming at night and walking around in what could have been, and fortunately wasn't. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer. What does that mean? Could have been, but unfortunately wasn't. Like he almost killed his whole family. What if- no, no, no. Because when he fell into no. the boards, oh, like could have been. I see, he's I saying see. when Gabranson was saying he was angry with his family and he was ready to strangle all of them. No, that's, that's what that's I thought not. we were okay. going with. No. All right, name no. dropping with Jeff no. Rimmer uh, is brought to you by Rimmer's friends, buyers, imports by the airport. Would you like to talk about your friends, Rims? I was on my way, sitting here in Toronto right now, in my hotel room. On my way uh, to the airport, I stopped by for a, a quick oil change and car wash and as i've been saying a half an hour in and within a half an hour you're out of there of course i stayed a little longer because i took a friend that was looking at uh, some automobiles but uh, again as i've said here in the last few weeks there is a great selection of subaru outbacks uh, both in color and options and uh, as i was told today uh they are priced to sell And as I've also stated here on occasion, it is the safest car to drive in the winter months with all the snow and ice. uh, I suggest you drop by and tell them Rimmer sent you. Buyers imports by the airport. Rims, here's my question for you. Jackets sit, I believe, 28th or 29th in the standings right now. It's early December, mid-December almost. 
I know that you said Fantilli's going to get a little more, you know, playing time on that top line. We're going to see that, you know, Russian line get going a little bit more because of Jenner's absence. If, like, what else does it take to get the young guys playing more in this season? I mean, it does not look like a season where you are competing for a playoff spot. Why wouldn't you want to see more of what the young guys can do at this juncture? I think you're going to see more of what the young guys can do. We haven't talked about Juracek. We have not talked about Tarasov, who's now healthy and back. We've got a three-goalie situation. I don't know how long that is going to last, but uh, I go back to uh, the late Brian Murray, uh, who used to tell me that he told the coaches, you play the kids in November, December, and January, and they're going to win for you when it counts in March and April and, and hopefully a long playoff run, and I think you're going to start seeing that here from a Blue Jackets perspective. You're going to see more of the kids. I promise. I hope you're right. All right, name dropping with Jeff Rimmer. Last week you had no names for us. Do you have? You're in your old stomping grounds. You're in Toronto. I assume you have names this week. Well, I just got here. Give me a chance to uh, enjoy the city, my hometown, by the way. Uh, yeah, I've got a name for you here, and I know how you love, <laughs> uh, Mike. I know how you love me talking about dead people. Well, yesterday, yesterday was, you had a uh, seance. Is that what you're going to say? No, oh, okay. no, no. I didn't know. Yesterday was, uh, if he was still alive, Bob Barker would have been 100 years old. He doesn't get credit. He, he didn't make it he, to 100. Well, well, but wait a second. They honored him, uh, the Price is Right folks, and people watch Price and Right through the decades. Anyway, I met Bob Barker a long, long time ago when uh, I was living in Los Angeles and doing weekend television sports, and my father-in-law had a uh, an office on La Cienica Boulevard in downtown Los Angeles, and he was right next door to one of the top Hollywood agents. And I can tell you, there were a parade of people that went by that I met, the likes of Dick Van Dyke, Mary Tyler Moore, who, by the way, and I've said this a couple of years ago, my father-in-law built her home in Bel Air, uh, California, just outside of Los Angeles and just north of Beverly Hills. So, But Bob Barker, getting back to Bob Barker, what a nice man he was. I would talk to him in the hallway, and we talk obviously about the prices right. And we talk in terms of what I wanted to do in my career, and uh, he was really, really a, just a terrific person to talk to. And of course, Irv Atkins, who was that big Hollywood agent, he uh, he would invite me into his office, and we'd uh, tell a few stories. And, uh, he would talk about uh, all the uh, people that he represented over the years. So uh, yeah. Bob Barker, he would have been 100 years old. And as I say, you love when I talk about people that are dead. I love the dead people <laughs> conversation. Thank you, Rims. We'll talk to you next week. Is that okay? Does that meet your... That uh, was a good story. I enjoyed it. Thank you. All right. I got another good one for next week. All talk right, good. I'll be, I'll be gone. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. We've got slow traffic southbound 71 on the north side between Hudson Street and 11th Avenue. And if you're traveling northbound 315 between King Avenue and North Broadway, about a five-minute delay there. This report is sponsored by Discover. Did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. My guys. Yes. Man now, and bone. It is. You know what t- today is? Oh, yeah. Yes. I forgot about I got to find well, another Well, Bone, I have, I have a prize. I know you have a prize. Let me, a I'll $50 gift card to Pecan Pennies. Pecan Pennies, your downtown home for barbecue, happy hour, and soccer. Uh, let me see if I have one for you. Uh, oh, here we go. You know what? This is called Bone Turned His Computer Off. I didn't turn it off. I just well, forgot that I, we had one more segment. Here. I hope you realize that Jen Winters has kept up this routine when she sits in that chair. Oh, where she yeah? can't find the things <laughs> promptly when, yeah, it's I know. Time, when it's time I know. to go. It so the tradition lives. Here we go. Unknown Stuntman says, my shag carpet washers. <laughs> If you could make liquor flavored like any food, what food are we drinking? GTH. Now, he's the one who had tweeted me earlier the Dorito-flavored spirit. I don't I don't need liquor to taste like no, savory food. No, like we're doing that with the Mountain Dew liquor, right? But I know mm-hmm. that's a drink, but I would say we probably already have it in a liqueur sense. Well, right. But I would Fruits take, and I would take apricot an orange, or... I would take an orange cream ice cream, you know, like cherry. creamsicle flavor. Ooh. Yeah, that something like that. That would be amazing good. in a liquor I sense. I think they, like a lot of the, and I'm not a big fan of a lot of the flavored vodkas necessarily. Me but neither. yeah. if they have like an orange creamsicle vodka, that could probably be pretty There's got to be someone that makes yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sure they do. But I I mean, I'm but I'm with you. I like the, the fruit flavors and alcohol. Well... So Anything other than that, I'm not really going to be a huge fan of. There's some Italian makers for some of this good stuff, right? Like, do you do you ever keep a limonata or like a limoncello? Oh, absolutely. What is it? Yeah. Limoncello, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Those are delicious. Those I, are good for mixing or even just drinking with a little bit of ice, right? Well, most liqueurs are made from some sort of fruit or flour. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, again, I don't know if I would want, like, I love Taco Bell. I wouldn't want anything oh, that has like a Taco God. Bell essence that I'm drinking. You know what I mean? Taco Bell beer. It's meat-flavored beer. Speaking of uh, the essence of taco, I'm a big fan of the taco-flavored Doritos, okay? They've got a new flavor. I don't know if it's a limited time or if it's something that they're going to throw in all the time. Late-night taco. Have you tried late-night taco? No. I, of course, anytime there's a new flavor, I have to try it Uh because I love Doritos and I'm a fan. I can go into any store right now and it should be on the shelves. Late-night taco. I don't know. Late-night taco tastes like if you had a chip, and then you dipped it in all the cumin in the world. Oh, okay. That's what late night taco so, tastes like. No good. No, so it tastes like So it tastes like cumin. Yes. Doesn't taste like a taco. No, it tastes it, like cumin. It tastes like any generic taco seasoning package. And cumin is fine. Like, yeah, in, in, yeah. in moderation, in recipes. You need more than just that. I don't want a full of cumin. Yeah. No, I'm with you. We don't need to make flavor-dusted chips when we have, like, uh, of anything more complex than one spice. Like, if you want to do, like, a barbecue spice might even be a little much, but I like barbecue flavored chips. Those are fine. Like, a buffalo flavored chip is good. 
ch- like the cheddar, sour cream and chives, that stuff. That's good. Yeah. But like all that's fine. But here's but the thing. When you get into like this one tastes like turkey dinner. This is there's no way it does. Ranchettos. There's no way it tastes like all those flavors. The problem with Doritos here, bless their hearts, and you've talked about this, Mike, with other products where do what you know. Chick-fil-A make and they stick to it for the most part. Yeah. They're not pumping out burgers. Like stupid at least that I've seen. Yeah, yeah. But Doritos, the che- the nacho cheese, the original, and the Cool Ranch, the two, the two flavors that have been there since back when we were banging, they're great. Although I have a new they're favorite. They're great. My favorite is the Flamin' Hot. Okay, well, Flamin' Hot. Flamin' Hot nacho cheese. Flamin' Hot has caught on. But as far as having 30 other limited time flavors that you're trying to release, and I know you like the Salsa Verde, some stuff works, but... The the mystery bags and all that. No, I, I just don't need it from You know what did work for me, though? And I didn't think it would. The barbecue flavored Dorito. Did you try them? I you can't know, say I, that you know I did try them. I did. I, we had, I think, I don't know if we had them here or we what. Did. They, they stocked them in the little cafe we had upstairs for yes, a little while. That's and I, right. I was against it. I didn't think it would be any good. And I was wrong. I enjoyed it very much. So significantly different from a classic Casey masterpiece. I think they're the ones that have the Lay's barbecue, right? Yes. Classic barbecue. And it's because that that corny taste of the chip, the corn chip, yeah. gives it that sweetness that maybe you're having cornbread yeah, it, with it, the barbecue. Whatever's going on there, it does kind of work. I agree with you. It was not, I wouldn't eat that over a barbecue flavored chip. No, I'm general. not saying chip? I would either, but... But yeah, I, I would, thought it was going to suck, and I actually liked it very much. Yeah. All right, what's coming up on the Buckeyes show tonight? Some more bowl game discussion because there were a lot of interesting things said by more than just Devin Brown after Buckeye practice yesterday. As a lot of these guys are, are, I'm not saying they're changing the tune, but maybe the tune will change for us fans when you hear how many of these Buckeye players that could be going pro are all in on the Cotton Bowl and want to play and want to win. Some more discussion on that. Austin Ward will be with me for the program. The incredible shrinking Austin Ward. The disappearing Houdini Austin Ward. Uh, Buckeye Show, coming up top of the hour, right here on The Fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Uh, Man, I've got to do some more research on this. i got to dig a little deeper. But uh, my sources are telling me... On the Columbus Crew front yeah. with the uh, season tickets, yeah, they're all sold out for next year. How about that? As they season, should be. Full season and partials. Apparently, they are taking deposits, according to my sources, for 2025 wait list right now because it's all the season passes. I don't know about you know. There will be single game single tickets game available, tickets will come course. available. Well, there sure. has to be. Yeah, but that's this is what happens when you win championships. Good, <laughs> good problem to have, right? And, and when, I think and it's when justified. Messi's coming to town and people there, are buying stuff for that, that too. too. I'm no doubt they've got the All Star game next year. They've got Messi coming to town. But if you think that's just well, they look, had look. sellouts this year when none of that was happening, yeah, and they won a championship. So yeah, you mean to tell me right here, right now, the Jackets? I know you can't even set your brain to it. They win a cup. Oh my God! They're not sold out of their plans for the next two years. Oh my God! You're right. They do that. They would, they would be. You're right. They this, already have this... pretty good fans as is, and they haven't won anything. It's almost like this city supports Shut professional sports. Your whore mouth. Remember that time? 
What I say were the eight seeds. Oh yeah, don't you dare criticize the Jackets by they saying the they lightning. haven't really done anything ever oh, in their remember history. That time? Oh, me remember, say, yeah, remember that? You shut your yeah, mouth. Tim, I, just, you, I gotta say, when he puts somebody in a body bag and zips it up on 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 social media, oh, it's a it's, heck of a day. You can't get back I out love, of that I love one. It. It's, it doesn't it's happen done. often. It doesn't. It doesn't happen to another Jackets reporter way back when we were banging. <laughs> Then it, it happened sure to another Jackets reporter a few days ago. <laughs> He's down! He's cut! All right, Buckeye Show's next. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You're going to run into about a 10-minute delay if you're driving down northbound 71 on the north side between Broad Street and 11th Avenue and expect slow traffic on westbound 270's north outer belt between 161 and Cleveland Avenue. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Join Buffalo Wild Wings for buy one, get one half-off traditional wings every Tuesday and buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday. Shake up your week with flavor. Buffalo Wild Wings, let's go sports bar. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. This is a fan action update. This action update is brought to you by Mary Haven. Mary Haven Gambling Intervention Program, where free help is available to gamblers and their loved ones. Saturday's the start of bowl season, and the Ohio Bobcats kick things off. They're a three and a half point underdog to Georgia Southern in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Another Ohio Max school will also be playing on day one of bowl action, and that's Miami, a six and a half point underdog to Appalachian State in the Cure Bowl. For your Mary Haven action update, I'm Scotty Vegas. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The Fan. The Fan. Sports Center. Good afternoon, I'm Caleb Blake. Former Buckeye running back Evan Pryor won't be headed too far away, announcing his commitment to the University of Cincinnati earlier today. The 5'11", 198-pounder was a four-star prospect coming out of high school and will hope to make a bigger impact just an hour south of Columbus. With that said, Ohio State running back Trayvon Henderson it remains undecided about his future next season. With posting to X today saying, I've never announced nor made a decision on what my next steps would be. Excited to see where God leads my next steps, though. Cleveland Browns found out they'll be without two key pieces for the rest of the season today, placing safety Grant Delpit on injured reserve and finding out that defensive end Ogbo Okoronkwo will miss the rest of the season with a pectoral injury. Okoronkwo is second on the team behind Miles Garrett with four and a half sacks, and Delpit currently leads the team in tackles with 80 this year. Columbus Blue Jackets are off tonight, but they will be facing the Maple Leafs at 6.30 or at 7 tomorrow. We'll have coverage right here on the fan beginning at 7.30. Breaking sports news. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.